Yeah, and welcome back to Central Saratoga. I'm your host, JT. Just a friend, but I can be much more, baby. Joining me later, we got Matt Barber, who's going to read us an excerpt from his latest selling novel, Sex, a musical rendition. Later on, we'll have the Deacon of Demon Time himself, Mr. Worldwide West, as he will show us how to exquisitely touch worldwide breasts. That's right. Keep it locked here. For the next hour, I'll be talking to you, giving you the tunes on the central Saratobi pod. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 160 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios, bringing you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT, what is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, Dijon Mustard himself. The Guyanese God, Jonathan, not Majors, <laughs> John Mutu, everybody. That's OD. That, that's really OD. Um, well, I mean, if it's not Jonathan, not Majors, can we just call him Jonathan Miners? Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, Jonathan Miners. That is oh, your name God. now. Jonathan Miners. There Jonathan we go. Jonathan Miners. 160. <laughs> I had a whole thing I was going to do, and here we are. Sorry, it's not nothing you say is gonna take away the sting of Jonathan Miners. And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. The Deacon of Demon Time himself. False. No? We went over this last week. I don't have that name's been retired. That jersey's in the Raptors. Oh, it's in the Rafters. I'm sorry. Sorry. What was the uh, new name? The Bishop. I I was gonna do it. (laughs) Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta put some respect on his name. Yes. It's the Bishop of Bitches. Oh my. What's up, y'all? Yo, Worldwide West. Everywhere I go, I leave a Worldwide mess. What's going on? Listen, y'all follow me on the Twitters. Worldwide West underscore 11. Take away the 11 you got me on Instagram. We need like a drop whenever we say Bishop of Bitches. That's just like, Bitches, but, Bitches. Bishop of Bitches. <laughs> bitches. The Cardinal of Coochie. The Pope of Pussy. Of Coochie. Nah, that is crazy. I like that better. Cardinal of Coochie. And the Pope of Pussy. The Pope of I was thinking the Pastor of Pussy, but I, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That works too. Excuse my white Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> He's so Italian, he thought Pope immediately. Yeah. <laughs> thought of some, I thought of something crazy, but it's not gonna. It's I not think gonna you should just say it no, at this point. I don't know. No, the not Reverend of Rectum. <laughs> I was gonna say Riz, but well done. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, the rev- Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah, I was gonna say Riz. Riz. Riz would have been a lot, yeah, you know, yeah. a, a little lot, bit better. A little better than Rectum. <laughs> the Matt's, Matt, Matt's name actually kind of coexists with mine that I was gonna come up with, but what? Right. Say it. The Baron of Bussy. Bussy. <laughs> 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 Yo. That's bad money. 
you know the Good Shirts Instagram account? The father of feet. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I saw this on the Good Shirts and I sent it to Tyreek. That is inappropriate. <laughs> oh my god. No, sir. No. <laughs> no, no. JT no. saying pussy. Unbelievable. Yeah, but it's, it's a lot better than you with the, you know, what you did. I put you on timeout for what you had posted. Disgusting. Me? You're ruining my favorite candy ever. It's my favorite yeah. chocolate. Well, c- clearly you like it a lot. <laughs> I d- hey, I opened a package. Yeah, that's the first thing you thought of. Because <laughs> I opened the package, I was downstairs. And everyone upstairs thinks I opened it before I ate it. I went upstairs and I was like, please look at this Reese's cup. No. Oh, yeah. Like, that, oh, yeah. That Reese's cup was looking wild in your close I'm friends. Sa- as soon as I opened it, I was just like, bruh, the Rasussi. That's a Niggas have ruined Reese's Cups. Yeah, 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 I yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna bring one here. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Ain't nobody uh introduced nobody to the to my far right, so I'm gonna just do it my damn self. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Word to the ghost favorite deli meat. We got the Gobble Ghoul himself, <laughs> Mad Barber. Yo, talk nice, my boy. The altar boy of ass. Yo. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. That man is nasty. Hey. Yeah, I don't know if we should. I don't know if we should go with that one. Just you know, Catholic Church. It's and too all. true. It is too Bro, true. That's like it's um, too close to home. It's like. Ari's working for a Catholic school right now, and she had to do like a ser- a seminar thing. It's about child abuse, and she's like, "Yeah, everyone here for the most part is like, I don't know why you're doing this for us and not just the motherfucking pastors." Come on, they literally say. said they literally said we started this after all the incidents that went on. In the How many pastors was on that Zoom call? None. They all was, they all <laughs> was in mass. The priest of preteens. Oh my oh, God, Matt, God, Matt, we about to mute your mic because you <laughs> you in there wilding. You are powerless against me. Yeah. Wait, time out, Matt. Are you saying they're the ministers of molestation? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Bah, 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 whoever, whoever gave y'all alliteration needs to take it away because this is <laughs> not crazy. taking the literary elements away. Like this... I said last week, we Quiet, are. Please. We are weavers of words at the loom of the mind. I got it. Did you not pick up what Matt just did? Wait, what'd he do? You wouldn't get it. Oh, Deep no. cut. Did you, did you pick up what he just did? Yes, and that's why. Shout out Karen. Shout out Miss Hughes. Yo. The OG Karen. Yo. Our, oh. our English teacher, the one who used to say the N-word when we read Fences. Oh, no. Um, she, she used to always be like, quiet, please. So she can say the N-word louder? <laughs> <laughs> so she go so we can hear her emphasize so you, it. Uh, enunciate that ER. Yeah. Nigga. <laughs> but uh nah, you know what was wild though? The ending of that Vikings Bills game up at Orchard Park this past Sunday. Let's talk about it. Boy, man. that was a fun one to watch. And honestly, it oh. got to the point where yo, it was the third quarter, the Bills were on the move. It was a 13-point game, and it was like, yo. If they score on this drive, game's probably over. Yep. Right? Like we're not gonna talk about the Bills blowing the lead. Well, hold on. No, no, no. I well, set well, it well, up well, for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about it. I'll wait. I'll wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Then Vikings get a little bit of life, sparked by that 80 yard or however long it was touchdown, touchdown by Dalvin Cook. By Dalvin. Which at the time felt like nothing. Let's it felt like nothing. Yeah. It, it was just like okay, Dalvin Cook doing Dalvin Cook shit. I was like, all right, Dalvin probably made somebody in fantasy happy. Probably somebody with a Dalvin Cook anytime touchdown probably happy. But Facts. overall, it's like all right, Bill still probably got this. Nah, because you know why? 
1 p.m. Kurt Cousins. He is inevitable. You cannot escape him. He is like the Cedric Mullins of football, but just in the 1 p.m. games. I don't know who's better, 1 p.m. Justin Jefferson or 1 p.m. Kurt Cousins because Justin Jefferson went God mode. Boy, once again, I think it, Justin Jefferson can play at any time. Well, I think Justin Jefferson is probably, if we being honest right now, probably the best receiver in the league outside of a couple of dudes. I, mean, I think he, he is the best receiver in the league right now. Like I think on a consistent, on a consistent basis, on a team that has a pretty balanced offense, he he shines every week, just about. Justin yeah, Jefferson just, put him up there with Tay because Tay's still putting up numbers. They just not winning games. Well, Tay, I, I would say uh, to be honest, I would say the top four is him, Tay, Diggs, and Cub. I'm not mad at that. I, nah, I, would, I, would, I, would, I have to. Somebody's got to go because I got to put yeah, Tyreek in there. Because uh, yeah, Tyreek, exactly. Tyreek can literally Fuck. get to 2K this year. Yeah, Tyreek is probably going to get to 2K this he year. He just right. broke the record we'll for get to, we'll, most yards through nine games. We'll get to top, we'll get... I think out of those, I think Diggs might be five because we've seen because we've seen Diggs get clamped against good corners. Sauce Gardner. Um, I'll double back on that. But no, because so, uh, I think I think Diggs is. I don't Amazing. think that, I, I think don't I don't think Diggs is five. There's nothing wrong with being a, a five. I don't think he, five I, I don't think league. he is five though. That's the thing is that like but, but the thing is, but also when Diggs shot he shot bright. Look at the game he Diggs, had. Yeah, but he he had a, he had ten catches for like over hundred and like thirty yards it's too. Just, it's just a it's spec. just Jay Jefferson had right. a better game. And it, and it's like the the situations that Justin that that Justin Jefferson put in, put himself in in the game fourth and eighteen you can run on fourth and eighteen. You basically, like, that was one of the best catches that we have ever seen. And mind you, I thought Diggs had an amazing catch earlier in the game when he snagged that his the one hand. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, this Diggs is really like knock that. on Diggs. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not saying this is yeah. knock on Diggs, but whatever. We'll, Eddie, we are really blessed with the, with, with really with, good wide receiver with, talent. With, yeah. with wide receiver talent in the league right now. And thankfully, we were able to see two of them in the same game and, mm -hmm. you know, two quarterbacks that use their wide receivers in this game. I, you you know think the Vikings intensely, when they do the schedule, they go, yeah, don't give us no prime time. You think they intentionally they'd be out here and be like, we'll take all the one o'clock games. I don't think people hey, want to see the Vikings on prime time, so the NFL doesn't put them on prime time. But you know no, what? But, I, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't think the Vikings ever contest and go, hey, we got to make money, put us in a prime time game. They're like, right. no, no, we're cool. We're well, I mean, cool. they, they usually that one get at least one or two every year. We're good year. at that one o'clock. Probably gonna get a couple, and they're probably gonna they're get. Probably one gonna, flex they this probably year. lose them too. They're gonna get like three or four next year. I yeah. bet they'll probably get a few. And they probably, they'll probably get one flex this year though. I think it's gonna be something that I didn't. Think about until oh this no year. they are flex they are they're they're coming up in prime time in two weeks um, okay Thanksgiving Thanksgiving there you go that's next week yeah next week yeah so next week. Um, yes, yes. it's it's something that I didn't think about until recently um about how the Ravens schedule even though the first half was one of the hardest first halves mm -hmm. um the second half is super soft and part of the reason why the Bengals struggled and the way their schedule was so difficult was because they won the division last year yep so it's one of those things that Vikings. You know, they they are where they are, yep. and then next year they'll probably have a tough schedule, and then we'll see what's going on. The Vikings, but, um, as of now, they only have one more primetime game. Well, primetime meaning like you know whatever mm -hmm. they 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 play they play at eight twenty versus the Patriots in a couple weeks. That's mm -hmm. gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the Thanksgiving game. So outside of that, they'll probably get one flex. I can't I couldn't see why they wouldn't. Imagine if the Giants are good on on Christmas Eve. They play the Giants on Christmas Eve. If the Giants both have a have a good record and the Vikings obviously are set, are eight and one right now, they'll pop that game will likely get flexed on that game. This I, shit impressive as hell. Matt, turn I, the game off. No, no, no. What the <laughs> fuck? Matt, yes! Matt, turn the game off. You see what he just did? Matt, turn Look the game him. off. 
Nah, I'm not gonna lie. He this just is put exactly all fours this, on the bar. This is why we can't have the game on because I, I am per- I am no, fascinated no, no, no. by this right now. No, this is really od. Because normally I don't give a shit, but this is what happens when you watch screams. You see the fucking halftime. Shit. Niggas is lifting weights and doing acrobatics at the same time. What the fuck are they doing? They're now? really out here trying to positive impact movement. I'm about to follow them on Instagram. I ain't never seen no shit. All right, let's get back. <laughs> I'm sorry, nah. That was that was crazy. That was fascinating. I hate That's like the only halftime show I've ever actually cared about. All right. Well, this is a Spanish broadcast. Ew, gross. Oh shit, what's happening here? Oh wait, that was yesterday. Never mind. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, to football, we're just gonna cut that entire part out. John. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, nah. It was a uh, very enthralling game. Oh. Uh, two hours. Oh, also, you know what's really interesting about that? The whole, you know, the, the comparisons of uh, Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how they were tri- basically traded for each mm-hmm. other. Essentially. Um, they have both now contributed to very impactful moments in Minnesota Vikings history, right? You have the mm-hmm. Minneapolis miracle with Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. right? Catching the ball from Case Keenum. And now you have Jefferson ki- making arguably one of the and it'll probably time. be the play of the year for the Vikings, yeah. you know, when they fourth run back their four, season. Fourth and 18. Yeah, because yeah. you know they're going to be a first-round exit in the playoffs. Um, okay, I damn. mean, well, you can't be a first-round exit if you got a first-round buy. Ooh, that's true. That's true. And they are only now a game uh, behind the, the Eagles. Eagles because they just have the, the only the tiebreaker. It's breaker. just a tiebreaker. Uh, so, but, yeah, no, it's, the, both, both guys are making it back. It's one of those win-win situations where it's like, damn. But... Let's talk about Joshine. Uh okay. the last few weeks, because he has been not good. He shouldn't have played. Um, I mean, he still had a pretty good game. He, I mean, yeah, I'm about to say, let's be He still let, had a pretty good game. Like, let's be let, let's talk about the relativity. And of if it. he doesn't like, fumble he, the ball on the one yard line, yeah, niggas so not so this is my thing, right? Again. I like Josh Allen. They didn't we all lose like Josh of his Allen. elbow, though. I guess let's mm-hmm. agreed, yeah. right? Yeah. They didn't lose because of Tommy John. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. But they didn't. He like he had a bunch of numbers, but you had two interceptions and a fumble in the end zone. Yes. Two of those so this fumbles, is one of those interceptions that happened in the red zone. Exactly. That's, yes. that's right. The and this is one of, of those that like I under, we're gonna talk about it being game of the year, but like why are we not gonna talk about like not great quarterback play? Yeah. I mean, like, both quarterbacks didn't exactly. have outstanding games. They I didn't. Mean, this, they didn't. These, these and were and games, on top of that, this yeah. is the this is the team that everyone's like, hey man, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills, right? The Bills are so. Who's gonna take down the Bills? The fucking Bills are going to take down the Bills again with not addressing the issues that they have, right? You give up an 84-yard rushing touchdown, right? You do all these things. You can't run the ball. You can't stop the run. Now, you that have poor quarterback. Game, though. You, you have poor, poor uh, quarterback play, <laughs> right? He still he put up a bunch of numbers, but he also threw the ball 43 times. He threw yep. the ball 43 times. You should put up some numbers. That's a fact. Right? Mind you, again, not taking away from his ability to make plays, but, like, why are we not talking about the Bills blowing the lead? No, we we, we can. I mean, like I, mean, I feel like I mean I feel like all the things is and rightfully so it was a fantastic game, but like let's say it's one thing if it's a back and forth high scoring affair, versus another team that's supposed to be a real contender, but in the lead compared to how other teams get that. I mean I ain't gonna lie I told y'all Kirk Cousins was gonna win this game so you talking to the wrong person <laughs> you talking to the wrong person it's like now let me stop uh well I'm I, just saying I, I, I just need to see yeah. the same energy no. I mean, it, yeah, it's, all, it, it, it's it's all fair, but in the grand in the grand scheme of things, we're not gonna sit here and talk about how Josh Allen and the Bills lost to a Jets team that's six and three, and then the Vikings team that's seven and one. I mean, you know, if we want to go through that's two playoff teams. I, I, I was exactly if we want to go against who the Ravens blew it through through from week three to week 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Good teams, good teams, the playoff teams. But y'all, over a larger amount of time, y'all blew more games than the Bills blew in these past two weeks. If we being fair, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that, yo, the Bills are, you know, they're not who we think they are because they had two bad weeks. The NFL season is 18 weeks long. No, I get that. But I'm saying, like, why is it the energy, especially early season, was that? And now later season, we're supposed to know what these teams are. Yeah. I like, mean, the, it's it's not the same one. Facts. Right. And two, it's the same thing with the Mavs. Look at the Bills offensive roster and tell me it's not better. Well, all right, so I'm I'm a little bit, I guess, con- lost in terms of like energy, for what? Like, because I still think the Bills are a good the, team. I still think they're a top two team in the in the AFC. I agree. I agree um, as well. I think that it's just two bad weeks because it's just it just happens, right? Like, good teams have bad weeks. Um, I it is what it is. Like the 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 Chiefs have now finally hit their stride, but. They had a uh, they have a very bad loss to the Colts earlier. They had they, we would say there was a terrible loss if they lost so to my, the so Titans. I, I guess I guess yep. my overall point is like, notice how when one quarterback has a game similar to the other ones or makes similar mistakes, mm. how the narrative is different, right? Like imagine Josh if Lamar imagine to- if Lamar threw two interceptions and lost a fumble in the end zone, what yeah. the headlines would be? Yes. I mean, I feel and like... Blew, I, and blew the lead. I mean, I feel like... Also, Y'all been doing that all season. What? There we go. Like, you guys have been... Like, this We've is been the doing man. it all season? John, like, how many get you guys have blown it in your losses? We have been, three losses. And all three losses, you they guys... They have were, two losses. All three of your losses came with you guys leading by 10 points or more in the second half. I understand that. Yeah, so, like, the losses, so like, what I'm different. saying is, why is it that the... But, again... If the laws being different, one, we could sit there. One was the defense, right? Mm-hmm. The other ones, if we're going to sit here and talk about the, like, inability of the offense to push or come LMR for quarterback play at times when, again, doesn't have the same weapons, mm-hmm. like, why is it that when another quarterback, like when um the Chiefs had that bad loss a couple weeks ago, or like these two weeks, like, why are we not getting the same energy is what I'm but I think it's also, it's also It's also different because it's like when you compare Josh Allen, you compare Lamar Jackson. Over the larger sample size of everything, I mean, like, I'm not saying that Josh Allen is proven in the playoffs by any stretch, by any stretch, but in the playoffs. But we're not it, in the playoffs. We're not in the playoffs, but I'm speaking over a larger sample size. Mm-hmm. If I'm being fair over a larger sample size, Josh Allen has done more outside of the MVP, which is obviously a very big deal in the grand scheme of things that Lamar has done. And I don't think that's unfair to say. So why are we not getting similar criticism? To me, it almost feels like the same way of why how Kawhi Leonard never gets the same criticism that other stars I mean, the the Bills do, though, because the the narrative around the Bills right now is that they can't win close games. They haven't been able to win (laughs) one possession games for like two years. That's that's and. They just proved it. They can't win one possession games. I also say that niggas is cursed. I say that shit all the time. I, <laughs> say, like, I say the Bills but, is cursed. But that's cursed it's just one of those that especially after like it being a game like this, this wasn't like the fucking, like even if we go back to the um the Mahomes-Deshaun playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. Like even with all of that, we can sit here and go the defense did, did those things and put themselves in the hole versus like 
Josh Allen threw two red zone interceptions and lost the ball. Hey, Josh in Allen the lost them this game. Yeah, I agree. The so first... why is that not the headline about this that I'm hearing? It, is what not? I'm saying. No, I, I feel like, I feel like, like everything else. I'm I know that. Is, I can I, tell I, you. On, I know it's I, been. I, ain't gonna lie, I feel like that's definitely been. The, I can tell you in yeah. the studio on Football Night America that was what that like we were literally getting stats. Yo, right. how many red zone interceptions has he had? Et cetera, and exactly. And that's what they've been talking about. Yeah, literally, it's been the Josh Allen show, not in a good way. Not in a good way. Ever talking about how trash Josh Allen has been in the red zone the past week. Like his first six, a, six weeks versus show, last three. They show the highlights. The first interview, post-game interview they show, Josh Allen. That, that That's how it's been. So I can't sit here and say that it's not fair. Maybe you paying attention to what you're paying attention to. But I think that they've been very critical they of Josh Allen. They have been Allen. very critical of Josh Allen. That's they from what been. I've seen. They have been. Like, I, uh, like, I, think that, I think that's fair. And mind you, I'm not a nigga that even really be watching sports TV like that. I'm just kind of paying attention. I don't know. I guess. Well, I, I, I guess I'm looking it'd probably be It'd probably be wilder. If Lamar had that type of game, two red zone interceptions and a fumble on the one, and I mean, that's you know why I feel like well, I'm we looking, know why. And that's, <laughs> that's, right. that's why. the point I'm starting to make. Yeah. Like Pro- I guess yes. I'm looking at through the negative, like view. Yes, I hear you. I guess I'm looking at through the negative view that I get around my quarterback yes. of similar or less mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering why the energy is not nearly the same when these other quarterbacks do something yeah. like that. I think it's, and I think maybe it's just like, not to say benefit of the doubt, but like for the first, like I said, six, seven weeks, Josh was performing at an elite MVP level. Yeah. And then he has two bad performances. All right, you say one is a division game. All right, tough. Jets are, Jets are a good team in the division, et cetera, et cetera. And it's on the road. Cool. I don't know. Um, I mean, even Jets fans thought they were going to come out here and get smoked. So. I thought I thought yeah. we were going to get smoked because that's just how the Bills were playing. They so were... I don't think you could chalk that up as a thing. No, I'm saying every every team deserves like one or two weeks of like bad football. Like like yeah. the like the Eagles I mean, this past week. Think about it. That was a bad. That was a bad were, game. Nobody even, thought they were going to lose to the Commanders. I mean, listen, man, it's all it's all hearsay until you know it really matters. And I hate to to, to put it like that because you know we can only go off of what we see right now and what we see for the next few weeks. But think about it like this: the Rams had a terrible November last year. Them niggas won a Super Bowl. Like they had a. They, they historically have bad bad Novembers too. Right, and and that's all all we we're going off of. They literally had they had a bad they had a bad November. Literally, they got Odell. They just started losing games, but they you know their record was good enough to where it didn't really make a difference in the long in the long grand scheme of things. Same with the Bengals. Look, yeah. the Bengals were a five hundred team. Were getting blown out. All their losses were basically blowouts last year, and then it finally clicked. They did enough to get into the playoffs and. Right. Is it is so I, I still I think the Bills are the Bills are gonna be all right. Two bad weeks now. If they come out and shit the bed again, which I don't think they will, uh, but who knows because it's gonna it's supposed to be like six feet of snow or something like that uh, up we in know Buffalo. They don't win in those games, and they for some well, reason they, well, do not win in, 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 in climate games. So uh, it'll be interesting. But until then, I'll just chalk this up as you know just two bad weeks of bad Josh. I'm here for it. Jets on. Jets in second place in the, in, the, in the division. If, if the Jets win next week, remember I said last week that if the Bills and Miami that if the Bills and Miami somehow lost, the Jets would have been in first place this week. I mean Miami won, so it doesn't Miami matter. Miami won, but yeah. you know, but we have the tiebreaker over them. But yeah. They just have one more win than us. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's good. Speaking of Miami though, that Chicago Miami game, that was a really good. If it wasn't for mm-hmm. Bills Vikings, I think that would have been game of the. Uh, that would have been game of the day. Of Justin Fields off of waivers, bro. Just and I feel and I tried to claim him because I, I wanted him to, I wanted ways. to start him over. 
trash. But you know what? You got him first, and I can't be mad at it. And I lost JT in fantasy, guys. It's just heartbreaking. But yeah, it's okay. But yeah, Justin Fields has been the goods for the past four weeks. So is Cole Komet for some reason. That's his favorite target right now. Um, it's it's really nice seeing uh. It's really nice seeing Justin Fields have success. Now, yeah. I'd like to Roquan see... talked about it on Good Morning Football today, too. I'd like to see a little bit more success with the arm. A little bit more. I'm not but, I'm not knocking him, because this has been great. This has been really fun watching him. I just want a little bit more, because if he can really but it's hone tough. in... We're going to say... No, I know. His best receiver is... His best receiver is, Dar- is Darnell Mooney. Yeah. yeah, he's got nothing but number two and number three receivers, and then now apparently... It's almost like Cole another Kermit. black quarterback. Mm-hmm. That is true. A lot of similarities, huh? I I am totally with you there. I definitely think that Jacoby Brissett does not have enough going for him right now. You are absolutely right. Mm -hmm. AFC North. Uh, (laughs) But Jacoby be running the ball. (laughs) Jacoby be running. Rah, it's crazy. He really got Amari Cooper, too. And Nick Chubb. But, um. Yeah, I'm about to say, man, where did, where did, where did, where did. Word to, to the offensive coordinator on the Bears because if this nigga keep coaching his ass off like that, he's going to end up being an offensive co- a, a, a head coach somewhere. In but I like league, what man. they're doing. They're putting him in more read option plays. They're, they're letting more him dictate. More bootlegs. More bootlegs. They're, they're letting him use his weapon, which is his legs right now. Mm-hmm. And another long touchdown run of 60-plus. He did throw that costly interception, though, to Jeff Okuda. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, former, former teammate. Yep. But uh, yeah, costly interception. That was a whole pick. Actually, six, I'm sorry. I'm boy. sorry. I don't know why I said Dolphins. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know why I said Dolphins. You, t- uh, you said Dolphins because, Dolphins that was a, because that was two weeks prior. ago. That was a yeah. week prior. Two this high scoring week, games back yeah. to game, back to back. Yeah. This week was the Lions. Um, shout out, uh, Jared Goff. I mean, look, you got to give him credit. Down 14, down 24 10 in the fourth. I they look, scored 21, par- bro. They scored 21 points in the fourth. My parlay was hinging on them at plus three. They held it down. So shout out to them. Never thought I would say this. Yo, Bears over lock. Not next week, <laughs> but Bears over lock. Lions least, over lock. At Not least next Bears week. their personal points. Yes. I don't know about team, but you know. Yeah. But, For sure. Yeah, now that was that was that was a good game. Uh let's see. What else? What I'll else? go over I'll go over yeah, the highlights. Go. I'll go over the highlights, man. I mean, you know, you had ten, you had Tampa in the the Seahawks. They was in uh Germany last week, first game in Germany. I told y'all that, you know, Tom Brady wasn't gonna lose in the fourth country. There you go. Um there's that. Broncos Titans, waste on game. Yuck. Um Chiefs Jaguars. Hey man, listen, Patrick Mahomes is him. I've been trying to tell everybody that, yo, Patrick Mahomes, he's a generational guy. Mm-hmm. I, like I can't speak enough on the fact of, and, and we'll see it as we go along because I see the same thing that I see in Patrick Mahomes as I do in LeBron. It's one of those guys that are gonna be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see it. I see. I'm it, not bro. laughing at what you're saying. I'm laughing at just yeah, no, wrong comparison already. Yeah, Dang. no, I'm I'm ser- I'm serious because he's gonna win another MVP this year. I mean, Who's to a- be fair, he won a championship before LeBron did. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know, he, but he like cer- he certainly did. He certainly did, and Mahomes is here to stay. Think about it. Who's the MVP favorite right now? It's not Josh Allen anymore. No, it's, it's Mahomes, it's, it's Mahomes it's, right now, yeah. If you're being fair, it's Mahomes. If and Mahomes it, win another MVP, and imagine what he does. Football is obviously the most team sport there is. So for me to be unrealistic to say, all right, if he win another Super Bowl. But imagine he do that this season. Like, that, the, the, he's, <laughs> yo, at 26, 27 years old, he's probably having one of the better, best careers as a quarterback of all time. Not wrong. You know what? I, my thought would be in that not so much LeBron, maybe Giannis. Because Giannis is 20, he's still young, 25, 26 right now. Won a chip recently. Obviously, not as early as Mahomes mm-hmm. did. Right. Uh, but Mahomes also 
had something that Giannis didn't have to do. Giannis was thrown into the fire from jump. You know, he's had to play since he was 18 years old. Mahomes. You can't say throwing into the fire. The team was not good. Football and basketball are just well, two different sports. I know it's two different regard. sports, but it's like, but both guys. Throw into the fire. I mean, yes, I don't, yeah, I don't right. feel you. Mah- I, I Mahomes get, was I, drafted, and he didn't have to play right away. I, mm. I get but Giannis wasn't going to burn his rookie year like that. Yeah, but Giannis wasn't yeah. supposed to be but this I, But that's God. what I'm saying. I get, well, we didn't know he was going to be like that either. Yeah, we didn't know Mahomes was going to be like that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we expected LeBron to be, he was literally the anointed one, the chosen that's one. That's why, like, I'm with you on most of the Giannis comparison, except for the fire part. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We can keep going. Uh, Dolphins-Browns, um, this is a w- another waste my game for real, for real. Um, the that Dolphins, offense is scary. The Dolphins, I mean, listen, like, <laughs> this is why you get your young quarterback good receivers. And, <laughs> you know, the Dolphins, good is an under-fucking statement because they got them two great – they got they got two of two number ones. And that's why two is looking like an MVP. He's not going to win MVP, obviously. But So now it's funny. It's interesting you say that. Should if he keeps going on this pace, should Tyreek Hill get MVP recognition? Yes. He should, absolutely. Absolutely. And I was having this, I was having this conversation with 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 one of my dumbass friends because he was saying like, oh, you know, why is Saquon not getting enough recognition? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, listen, like Saquon, Saquon is having a generation year. We're gonna get to Saquon and all and all the Giants guys next, but. Tyreek Hill is literally on pace for 2,000 yards. 2,000 yards as a wide receiver has never been done. Calvin Johnson didn't do it. Cooper Cup didn't do it Jerry last Rice season. Didn't do it. Jerry Rice didn't do it. Tyreek Hill, and you know, I and this, and this is on me. I was th- I was the one thinking like, yo, Patrick Mahomes was the one that was really doing this. It's great to see Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill really do their thing separate from each other because it just shows the greatness of both of those players. Yeah. It re- like 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 point blank period. Tyreek Hill is probably, if not one of the greatest wide receivers we've ever seen, and we just have to acknowledge it. And it's one, like I I get that. And it's one of those things that like you don't think about his. A lot of times you don't think about legacy until a player's near the end of his career. And I don't think think Tyreek is near the end of his career. But like when you just look up at the stats that he holds, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he broke Calvin Johnson's numbers for stuff already this season. Like it's. It's a very good point. Like, he really is going to go down as one of those greatest receivers of all times. And then he's, like you said, also has played with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all times. And that's usually how it goes. But then with them separately both having success, it's fire, man. Yep. Also, just it just reminded me of how um, uh, last week uh, A.J. Brown was just laughing at uh, how no one could get open. <laughs> on the, uh, for the Titans, huh. ironically enough, because yeah. we're gonna get where to it's AJ like Brown. For, where it's like for, um, <laughs> I got a lot to say about AJ Brown this week. <laughs> it's like for for Tyreek and Pat, like they don't, they're not mad at each other. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they've done what they needed to do. They've won. They're both great, and they're both getting to show their greatness in a stoke. I have a question uh, for your friend. Uh, why would he think Saquon deserves uh, MVP nods? Well. We'll get to all right. So now that we're, we're we're on Saquon, I'll talk about Texans and Giants. So basically, what we're talking about, where we were talking about, is that because Saquon is now leading the league in uh, rushing yards, da 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 da. We basically were saying that not necessarily MVP. We're talking about Offensive Player of the Year, mm-hmm. saying that you know Saquon, if he gets eighteen hundred yards and you know whatever, however many catches, he definitely is deserving of an Offensive Player of the Year more so than Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek Hill gets two thousand yards, I'm just like I just don't understand how you see that. 
I also think that's like a, that's just a ter- that's a terrible. Doesn't he on. and Nick Chubb basically flip flop each week? Who's leading the league in rushing? I mean, it, well, yes. Like, I, I, well, yeah, it, but, it's that part about it too. But also, when you talk about you think about running backs, you think about running backs, and you think about wide receivers, right? Running backs touch the ball like you know, and like right, right, running back ones. Like the Derrick Henrys, the Nick Chubbs, the twenty to thirty times a game. Twenty to thirty times a game. Saquon in this game got thirty-five carries this game. Imagine what Tyreek Hill would do with thirty-five receptions. <laughs> Imagine what he'd do with at least twenty targets. No, a no, game. no, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all look at me. What would Tyreek Hill do with thir- like what thirty-five? Res- like it's so like we we can sit here and say it's a passing league. Da 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 da. The quarterback gets three thousand to five thousand yards a season. Fine, cool. As a receiver though. 30, like, I don't even think 30 catches in a game has ever happened. And no, it's never happened. Can, can you look that up? 30 most catches has never happened. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, most, receptions, most receptions? Most receptions by a wide receiver. In I want to say it's Brandon Marshall. And I want to say no, it's I like. Just, just most receptions in a game. Most receptions in a I game. Terrell Owens set oh. the record in 2000 as a member of the 49ers when he caught 20 passes against the Chicago Bears. What did Brandon Marshall catch? He was close to that, right? Let's see. Reception in the game record holders, whole pro football hall of fame. Let's see what we got. Okay, so yes. So let's see. By I'm look, it's looking by team. Brandon Marshall, 18. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Which is still a lot. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a, I mean, you know, that's like the second most all time. Catches in a game. That's, yeah, I, it's it's that it's, means you gotta get open 18 times. Yeah, I don't think people underestimate yeah. I, I think people underestimate the amount of like how hard Bro, it actually is. It um, was um it was like the thing that we were talking about about a couple years ago where I think Marlon posed a question of just like or he actually answered of what's harder to like score in an NBA game or like get open to get like catch a ball against a wider uh, cornerback like in the nfl like catch a touchdown or whatever it is like it's one of those that like people don't understand like they really don't like you can you can be fluky and chuck up a prayer and get it in like in, in basketball right like in football it is not easy to get over and that's why wide receiver ones are so hard to come by even wide even solid wide receiver twos you know what i mean like it it is not easy and it just shows like bruh like that it, it's proving your point of what you're saying as to why like you Tyreek should be over Saquon and yep, also like whichever exactly. dumbass friend there's a reason why you said dumbass in the beginning yeah I mean fair enough I love my dumbass friend but he you're a dumbass I love you though um you and you get an airtime so that's how you know I love you real shit um but anyhow back to my Giants um 7-2 I'll take it we only one game back in the division now um if I'm being completely honest, that Brian Dayball over anybody deserves coach of the year because his team is not talented outside of Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley. Um, I on, agree. Uh, offensively. Defensively, Leonard Williams, you're having a career year. Him and Dexter Lawrence doing the thing. Oh, bro. Dex is going crazy. Sorry. Um, I know I said Leonard Williams first, but yes. Dexter yeah. Lawrence is different. And, and that's how I feel like, especially here, obviously we talked to a lot of Giants fans, but like, it's one of those that every week I sit here and I just go, I don't know how long this is going to last because it doesn't feel sustainable because of the talent disparity. But like to your point, he's got to be. I, I understand Sirianni's in the conversation for coach of the year, all of those things. Sure, they have that record, but, but it's, it's look at the rosters, man. Exactly. Look at the nobody, rosters. The Giants nobody, are not supposed to be here. Even the Jets. And I even said, yo, the Jets roster. Mm-hmm. Jets the are talented Jets, as fuck. They, they're talented. They're talented. They have guys. I'm not saying that the Jets should be six and three right now, but the Jets have guys. 
Name one know. person in the Giants secondary not named. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those that you can go around and na- to Giants fans that ask people to name players not named Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley and they can't do it. Like, it's That's a fact. Our wide receiver one is literally Wondell Robinson and Darius Slayton. Sorry. Darius Slayton is our wide receiver yeah. one. Yeah. It, it's. That's it. And it's they're they're just you guys are playing so well and it's just one of those that you just ride right a bitch to the wheels fall off and we'll we'll see how long that lasts because it doesn't feel sustainable but every week you know yeah. you're playing team stuff and that just shows how much more effort goes a long way but I agree I think that you guys need to be like Dayball needs to be in that coach of the year facts I'm gonna speed through these next two please um Cardinals Rams I mean Fuck listen both. both yeah I'm about to say like low like low key both quarterbacks was out but Cardinals they did what they had to do Rams sold Cooper Cup is out. Those um, quarterbacks are out. They're dead. Both not good teams. Yep. Saint Steelers. Um, TJ Watt is back. So there you go. Um, I think oh, they're dead like one in twelve without him. Yeah. One in six. But with no, no, it, it's more than that. One in six. Okay. He's the stats guy, so I'm gonna trust. It was, it was, it was the game I did. I, I, I trust I, I, me on yeah, this. I, I trust <laughs> you. No, I trust you. That's why I said. All right. You know what? He got it. Uh, Colts Raiders, yo, I ain't gonna lie, Josh McDaniels, you need to go. You stink. You How, are you ass. stink. How do you lose to a guy that was literally brought off the ESPN set? Granted, Jeff Saturday, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame center, right? We know this nigga got crazy on the field, right? Hey, shout he, out to his. But good lord. Yep. One in ten. When he doesn't. Okay, oh, yeah. overall. This season they are one in six, though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you said this season. Sorry. No, I didn't. I, I, I just said overall. You said 0-12, though. That's what I thought, too. 12 but I was just like, all right. 10 and 6. Yeah, um, well. Chargers, also didn't give them a win. Chargers 49ers. I mean, we all said the 49ers was going to win, so there's not really much to really report here. Um, Cowboys Packers. I don't think anybody, any of us would have put the Packers in this game, but, you know, the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. That's that's what it is. Like, if we sit here, we're going to talk about agreed. No one would have thought the Packers... But at the end of the day, the Cowboys is not a good team. And we got to tell you every year and every week. And it's one of those that if the Eagle, like the Eagles are a good team, right? We're going to look at the NFC East with their soft ass schedule every year because they just play each other. Eagles are still a good team. How good? That we're not going to know until the playoffs, right? Potentially, if they make it a Super Bowl, until the Super Bowl, about how good, right? But they are a good team. The Cowboys, they just fool y'all every fucking year. So, like, we sit here and we talk about how, depending on how y'all play the Eagles, like, y'all could low-key win the division. And that's, you know, it's going to come down to Like, you could really win the division. We still play the Eagles twice. And you know what? We'll get right into it. Yeah, because, Um, I mean, your boy A.J. Brown can't get open. So, if that happens... Um, and then you got them two big boys on the D-line blocking up the run. You, I, you turn the Eagles into a pass. Eagles fans, <laughs> listen, here we go. So we got Eagles commanders, and I got quite a bit to say about this. Y'all didn't lose because of the refs. The refs had an impact on the game. I'll give mm-hmm. y'all that. 12 of 15 on third down is unacceptable. You're never going to win games like that. Y'all not going to win games like that. I don't know what y'all want me to tell you. Y'all going to blame it on the refs. Y'all going to make excuses. Fine. 12 of 15 on third down, y'all can't. Running it twice, first and second down, third down. You got Taylor Heineke doing what the fuck that Taylor Heineke doing. I fuck with Taylor Heineke. He played with a lot of fucking heart. He's really Taylor yeah, Heineke he, is what Trace McSorley thought he was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this fuck was a. I, I'll tell the Eagles fans straight up: this was a bad loss. This is a terrible loss for them. Um, especially at home Monday night. You got the you got the fans out. It's no good. But historically, the Eagles and the Commanders. Football team, Redskins, they always split. That's that's a, that's always how it goes in the division. For some reason, 
We always beat them. We always get swept by the Eagles, and the Eagles always split with the Commanders. Always. Always. Always, always, always. I mean, the Commanders' offense. They did it. They, they got did. the weapons. But you know what? You know what, though? You know how many yards per carry they averaged rushing the ball? Three yards a carry. You wouldn't even think that based off of how the game went. That is true. Three yards a carry. 3.3 yards a carry. Scary Terry. Yeah, and scary. Oh yeah, Terry and Terry Mack had a great game. That all he did was get open. Sorry, Darius, you had a. Huh, yeah, he had his hands full with that one. It is interesting though because Darius Slate do be talking wild shit. Listen, he's a good corner. He's having a really good season, but I still don't think he's like. I don't think he's. I don't like, think people he, talk he about it all like the that. time. And like people are doing it because they're winning right now. But like, if you're gonna sit here and go, yeah, just go one on one with these people. I I take a lot of corners. Uh, the only real him. wide receiver he's actually shut down this season, it was Justin Jefferson. I mean, because look at look at who they've played. What time did they play? What, and they in prime time, prime time, prime time, Monday night. So like, but but look who they, look look who the teams they've beaten. Yeah, they no it's the NFC East schedule, dog. This shit is light. No legit one n- number one receivers, man. I just want to shout out. Also, Slay is small. Yeah, he is small. Um, Think about every elite corner. Like, every corner you sit here and go, they're going to lock him up. How many of them are small? Well, Rebus wasn't, like, the tallest guy. He's, like, six foot. He's, like, six. Like, what is, like, so what is, like, small? Like, anything under six foot or? Like, anything, five anything. Five anything. So, five, so five eleven is? It's small. Yeah. But six I, foot is. Yeah, I mean, All right. it's a little, you know, a little <laughs> bit better. Um, He's listed as six foot. Who? Slight? Yeah. I don't think I mean, I, I he's kill. probably six foot in cleats. I'd kill to be six foot. My, my man's Brian Robinson, man. Yo, what a game he had. He's just a strong dude. Many, man. Yo. Wish death upon me. Yo, and also shout out to the best. And then I'll, I'll close with this. I'll close football with this. Shout out to the best divisions of football, the NFC and the AFC East. The only two divisions with no the team NFC under 500. East. Yuck. Look, man, only two, only two divisions with no teams under 500. That's different through halfway through the season. Diff- the I, NFC listen, East has I'll the highest winning percentage in NFC East history through they the first just, nine weeks. Listen, they did this a couple years ago, too. Do you remember? When it was like, yo, Beast of the East, the NFC East is all these good teams. The and NFC then they East all fucking always, were bad. The NFC East has it's they're always, compared against each other has in always historically been good. It's just been these pat like probably since like maybe like 2015 or 14. So almost 10 years. Yeah. But how long has the NFL been in existence, John? Uh, I get it. Uh, I get there it. You go. I'm so talking I'm about saying, I'm, All right, you want to talk about recently? Yes, yeah, recently. Well, oh, you want also want to talk about the when the Cowboys won a bunch of Super Bowls in the 90s? No, I'm not talking about that, but I mean we talk about if you want to include that, then that's when the NFC was really in uh, the NFC was in its prime because you literally had the well, I mean, there were the I don't want to, you know, the, the the football team in Washington was one one at that one in the nineties. The Giants won in the nineties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying the Eagles were good in the nineties. Like, yeah, no, you know I, I get it, but I'm saying out of the past ten to fifteen years, yes, it's oh, been, recently they yeah. haven't been good. Is and fifteen I, years recent? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say fifteen, but yeah, I, it hasn't been fifteen for sure. It hasn't been fifteen. Okay, is ten years recent? Ten years, the past ten years, what? So since two thousand and twelve, I wouldn't even say the, since then. I would probably go were like you, from, were you? I would probably were you, say I would probably were say you from fifteen like, years old recently. I would say this thing is crazy. I would say probably from twenty fourteen to like last season. That's probably that's when the division was probably the worst it's ever been. They've been peddling in mediocrity. The, no, mediocrity is is actually very nice of you. Anyways, is it time? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's time.
Maddie Boy. Welcome back, everybody. It is week 11 of our primetime picks. And, yo, there was a flip. There was a big flip. Three people went one and three last week. But guess what? <laughs> Wasn't me, though. <laughs> yeah, I went three and one, so I was the top dog. You know what I mean? But, you know, Justin, his record is still valid, so I'll give him that. Um, But right now, as it stands, JT, 20 and 12. I'm in second place, believe it or not, 18 and 14. Shout out, Kirk. Um... John is 17 and 15, and Matt is 16 and 16. And this is a big week right here. We got um, a lot going on, and I'll just leave it there. So I won't hold y'all up. We're just going to get right into it. So first game we got, Jets in Foxborough at the Patriots. Talk to me. These are some tough ones this week. I'm not going to lie. I think Salah finally breaks through. Yeah, I think Salah breaks through. There we go. Justin, what's up, man? Jets every week. Jets every week. Matt, what's up? I'll take the Jets. Y'all all going to take the Jets. Damn, it man. for us when we do that. <laughs> you know what? Why are you guys picking the Jets? I'm the only one that's supposed to be picking the Jets. I'm I not. I'm picking the Patriots. I'm, I'm dead picking the. I'm dead I'm picking, picking the Patriots. Not even on. Split. Not even on no hate and shit. It's just the fact that yo. Bill Belichick owns. It's Fox, bro. The Jet. I can't tell you the last time the Jets won in Fox, bro. I dead ass can't. It might have been before the Sanchez. The Sanchez, yes. JT, do you have an answer for that? Uh, answer to what? When was the last time the Jets won in Fox, bro? They've lost, I believe, eleven straight. So it's been a. It's the last time they won was in the playoffs when they beat them to go. Oh to the, yes, I remember. It was. But, like the, it was the year that y'all went to the AFC Championship. Yes. Played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regular season wise, it's been a grip. Like it's been yeah over eleven years. It's been a, it's been a while. So I gotta pick the Patriots. I got I gotta go. I gotta go there. Um, Cowboys at the Vikings in Minnesota. They're in the dome. It's actually gonna be. I think this is gonna be a. Really this good is game. gonna be a very good game. Cowboys are not a good team. Give me the Vikings. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. Wait, time's the game. It's in. It's not prime time. Perfect. It's one o'clock. One o'clock. Yes. That's your boy, JT. I'm surprised this wasn't flexed to a four o'clock game. This really feels like America's game of the week. This should be right. It really should be. Matt, what you got? Um. Give me the Cowboys. What's the boys? Them boys. The pastor <laughs> I, like John, don't think the Cowboys are that great of a team. If the Vikings somehow can stop Tony Pollard, yo, I'm telling you, they are not moving the ball. And I promise you one thing, CD not going to do what CD did against <laughs> them niggas last week. So give me the Vikings, man. Remember how it didn't matter what CD did anyway? Yeah, you're right. We lost to a bad Packers team that we could all agree is a bad Packers team. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We got the 49ers at, well, I wouldn't even say at. They're in Mexico. The 49ers and Cardinals, Mexico City. Um, Don't know if Kyler's playing, but give me Jimmy G. I like them. Them guys is hooping over there. Yeah, the Packers got a light schedule the rest of the way. Is it light, though? <laughs> you know, what? I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to Never say, mind. if you Never went into the I season like, saying, like, eh, you know, you got the Giants and the Jets on their schedule, you know, it's a light schedule, but they lost to both of us, so I don't know. Right. It's it's a it's a pretty balanced game. 49ers and Cardinals. 
What's the word? Give me the Niners. Cardinals. Are Wait, did, I didn't give my pick. I said, I'm waiting on y'all. I'm waiting on you. Uh, What did John? Dude, mm-hmm. I, I chose the Niners. Cardinals are very bad. No, I mean my pack, the the other game. You didn't. You said you said the Cowboys. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, it's been a long week. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, this one, yeah, I'm gonna go Niners as well. Fair enough. And Matt, what's the word? Los Niners. Los Niners. Los Niners. This is in uh, Mexico City, yeah, right? Be careful there, Matt. Yes, sir. Yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, Niners. Niners got a really big. Well, obviously, Niners way. Uh, they got a really big Hispanic uh following. It is. Who do you think has the biggest uh, Spanish fan base in the in the, in the NFL? Probably the Cowboys. See, I would think that, but think, Raiders got a huge yeah, I, I Hispanic following. Oh, you know yeah. what? I think it's one of those California Damn. teams. Yeah. I think it's either Raiders or Niners. But not the Rams, though, because the Rams is just kind of new to this. They just won, but, you know. Well, Anyways. I mean, they were L.A., and then it was, you know, they switched back and forth. Speaking of L.A., Miami got a, got a big uh, Spanish following as well. But yeah, well, Miami. Cubanos. So speaking of LA, think about why James is moving back. Nigga, <laughs> shut up, both of y'all, dead ass. Like, oh my god, Cut the we cameras. are so like, oh my goodness, yo. All right, so we in so far next week. Chiefs at Chargers, Sunday night football. It's Mahomes every week for me. Y'all yeah, know, right? y'all, 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 y'all know how I get. Chiefs. None of y'all gonna mm. pick I think, Herbert. I think the Chargers will turn it around at some point this season, but it's not gonna happen against the Chiefs. Mm. I just can't trust it because Staley's gonna do some dumb shit in the game. Even gonna... though the Chiefs won already against them this year, that's what that's how y'all going. Yeah, but it's like I don't trust Staley to I don't trust Staley to beat and also, them. Also, the Chargers' health like they're not gonna be good until they have playmakers. And they playing. just lost. They just lost two D linemen in that San Francisco game. They are they are paper thin on uh, on defense right now. It's it's yeah. just not looking good. Fair enough. Matty Boy. Los Chiefs. Los Chiefs. Probably could have taken uh, Green's points as well. And there we go, man. Week 11 primetime picks. You done heard it here first. Yo, I'm on my comeback. I told y'all I was on my comeback last week. Now I'm in second place. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Stay sleep. Yeah, let's get into this. So, um, yeah, let's get into the basketballs. Um, We're now in November. It's almost Thanksgiving time. Gobble, gobble. Uh, and, and we're not going to talk about football. We're going to talk about basketball. No, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about basketball. Uh, most so importantly, more specifically, Kyrie Irving and report today that came out today on Wednesday, uh, basically saying that Kyrie is near quote unquote completion of the things he's had to do to get back on the court, and he should be suiting up sometime in the near future. They're looking at Sunday the against quest. the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, the side quest. He's don't decide quest side quest that to be honest we're not needed like that and but you know what we have an owner that has a uh, ego problem uh and let's i'm gonna call a spade a spade uh yo this was just modern day buck breaking like that, that's pretty much what it felt like uh you know because there is no way that Kyrie should have needed to do all these things right like me personally like all right if you want to Suspension and fine, fine, cool, whatever. Like, all right, just little five game suspension, little little fine, little donation, cool. But you, him having to meet with Jewish leaders, then having to donate to the to the ADL who is very anti-Muslim, anti-black, you know, things like that. So like, not only that, like, so Josiah, you didn't do your homework, and the NBA, you didn't do your homework on this group that is pushing very dangerous rhetoric that are that are anti-inclusivity, even though they are the anti-defamation league. I don't know. Sounds kind of fishy. Like, how do you give this guy a laundry list of things, 
right and just expect him to be cool with it it's like yo like and on its surface are they hard things to do no but these are not things that you have white people do when they fuck up they don't get a laundry list of things they have to do yeah they might get a little slap on the wrist oh maybe they, they throw a little donation but they don't got to meet with black leaders i i didn't see riley cooper meeting with you know al sharpton i don't see robert sarver having to meet with dr umar you know what I'm saying? Not to say that Dr. Umar is a black leader, but you get the gist of what I'm saying, right? You don't you don't see him having to speak, at, you know, with the NAACP. But Kyrie Irving gotta do this, that, and the third, and then some. And even then, after this five game suspension was up, which should have been up midway through this uh, road trip that the Nets are currently on, we'll probably be off it by the time this episode comes out. Now it's. Oh, yeah, he still got some work to do. Well, my nigga Joe Sai, what type of work is that, right? D- Please tell us. Please tell us the work that Kyrie Irving needed to do that would suit you, Mr. Oh, my companies also fund some very, very shady shit going on in China. Please enlighten me. But, you know, this is just this is just part of my whole rhetoric of the anti-Sai rhetoric, and I don't like this nigga, so I'm going to let y'all speak too. I mean... <sighs> Back, full disclosure, full backstory. I actually asked that we, um, you know, we talk about Kyrie, not just because this is like one of the more popular conversations in the NFL. A couple weeks ago, NBA. I, I said NFL. So sorry, <laughs> the the Appleton is hitting. Um, yes, in the NBA, um, I had asked that the conversation that we had about it a couple weeks ago. It was a very intense conversation that we all had in here. You know, just kind of be removed from the podcast just because. There was a lot going on. There was so much more to come. And now that the smoke, I feel like, is finally clearing, I feel like it's a, it's an appropriate time to have the conversation about what is going on around Kyrie. And I've been very vo- I've been very vocal about it on my Instagram. I've been very vocal about it with my, with my cohorts here. And I've been very vocal about it in general that I feel like the entire situation is bullshit. Like, you know, I don't want to say that what Kyrie like I'll, I'll start by saying that anti-semitism is wrong like being anti-semitic and you know any type of promotion of anti-semitism is incorrect but at the end of the day I don't feel like what Kyrie did outside of him putting up the video that had a lot of anti-semitic tropes and we all know that it had a lot of anti-semitism in in that was was wrong you know and even Kyrie himself said that he doesn't agree with the anti-Semitism that was in the video or the book that was related to the video. Regardless of how the media felt about, you know, his explanation or, you know, the post-game interview that he had, you know, explaining what was going on, it's just unfair. Unfair because we don't treat white people or white athletes in this way they can say white people white, white people in general well we don't treat white people yeah we don't we don't treat white people like this we don't treat white people we don't treat white athletes like this in this way um we also don't treat <laughs> you know b- racism towards black people in this way and i just feel that that's totally unfair and i just think that this is completely biased to Kyrie. and i get it like you know Kyrie is fun to poke fun to Kyrie. it's easy to, to to blame Kyrie for things oh he's the one that said the, the, the earth is flat he's the one that didn't want to get the vaccine you know but at the same time we're talking about somebody that that that's you know he's trying to educate himself on what he feel like educating himself on and that's you know that's his own journey you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that me, John, or JT agree with that. But at the same time, 
we're, we say here talking about he got to meet with Jewish leaders. He got to donate five hundred thousand to 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 this cause, this cause, and that cause. And we're saying it because he didn't apologize, or because he didn't give the apology that you know y'all might y'all might not have wanted. I just think it's very unfair, and I feel like it's very transparent, you know. And it's weird to me, like. You got all these guys, all these black people that's represented in the media. You got Shaq, you got Charles Barkley, you got Stephen A. Smith. And and I could keep going. I could keep saying that we have all these people that represent us or supposedly represent us in the, you know, that are supposed to be representing black people. But when it comes down to it, it I, I'm not going to sit here and say y'all have to defend Kyrie just because he's black. But y'all out here villainizing a black man based off of his beliefs when y'all know he didn't say anything <laughs> that made him anti-semitic i just think it's unfair and then on top of that the nets just you know being the goofy ass organization that they are saying that he has to do all of these things that ha that that require him to come back i mean shout out to Kyrie because he loved the game of basketball he's gonna do those things but to be honest i might have walked away after that the vaccine is one thing we're all on the same page here, like in terms of, in terms of that. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of this, I I don't know. Yeah, y'all, y'all niggas just kind of lost me there. I think, um, well, one, if it wasn't clear enough, like none of us really condone anti-Semitism or necessarily. That's that's, the, that's did first and right. foremost. <laughs> um, that's first and foremost. I think it's a little bit more about uh, the the actions in general than it is about Kyrie, and i think that that's the points that you guys are trying to make and i'll be trying to make in general of just that like black people don't get asked to do all this apologizing when people insult them so or all these tasks and all of those things and Kyrie's an easy target for it um and it's one of those that like we don't agree with it and he clar he, he did clarify he was like i the anti-semitism stuff that wasn't what i was trying to do i was trying to just kind of do the black israelite shit which I, listen we make fun of hoteps all, all the time here like it's not like any of us are <laughs> right we, we dead ass like, do like, we, we was king he, yeah, exactly. literally, he literally spoke about dr umar he was like, yeah, no. like we do that shit all the time right it's not like we're out here supporting Kyrie, but it's like important to understand like this situation is not like the kanye situation and that's how I feel like people are acting. Um, and in our initial conversation, you know, you made a good point of just that, like, people don't have to necessarily apologize for all the things that they say, especially when um, it wasn't something that they said. Like, people took his post as being anti-Semitic when he's like, I was trying to focus on this other thing and then after even clarified listen i'm not trying to be anti-semitic i like he he could have sat here and said i can care less about jewish people would that have been enough clarification to be like i'm talking about the fucking black people in the, in the video that would, have been, that would have been crazy like he <laughs> said that, that no but crazy. i'm saying right like, because what, that would have been the clip that would have been a clip yeah. i could care less about jewish people oh he, my no, god they would have packed, they would have packed that nigga up crazy yeah. and honestly i don't know if i could offend him because <laughs> at that point you just bring it upon yourself like you just gotta like situational yeah. awareness and stuff like. Yeah. But we know Kyrie likes that, but um, but that's that that's just the point I'm trying to make. Like, I really do think it's like, it's a lot less about Kyrie and it's more just about the fact that he had to jump through hoops to just 
go back to doing his job. But I mean, shit, we all of us live in jobs where we have aggressions like that or whatever, and it's never like an issue. Like, or, or someone doesn't need to do all of those things. And um, I think it, a lot of your JT, like your points about Joe Sai are super valid, especially when you're going to talk about the hypocritical aspect of like himself there, right? And it's one of those that like, I I also feel like if he was on another team, another owner, they wouldn't have to do all those things. So we're going to sit here and we're going to say, okay, well, the Nets are in Brooklyn. They have a large Jewish population. That's cool and all. But like, at the end of the day, it, we, we can only take someone um, at their word, right? We never know what people are thinking. And for us to sit here and for him to clarify and do all those things and do even do the apology that people want, right? He still shouldn't have to do all that extra shit right. for something that he didn't say. And that's the key, John, because he didn't say anything. Like I said, he like, didn't say anything anti-Semitic. He even specified when posted a video what it was supposed, yeah. what he meant for it. And right? like we all, we all agree that yo, if if the nigga just gave a little bit more clarity, a little mm-hmm. more context in the beginning, we could have avoided all this. Yep. Like and we know Kyrie notoriously does not clarify. And things. the problem with it is he kind of doubled down and was like, "This wasn't what I was trying to do. Y'all, y'all took it this way. Yeah. This, I wasn't trying to do this." It was like, "Yo, like what you posted offended people, and you got to kind of own up to that." Yes. Everything else that's happened afterwards is is complete overkill. And then you look into like, "Oh yeah, the the, the place that they wanted him to donate to mm-hmm. has a history of anti-Muslim, which he is anti-Muslim rhetoric, anti-black rhetoric, anti a lot of stuff, right?" Um, so then, so there's that aspect of it. The aspect of, yo, you don't expect white people to do this, that, and the mm-hmm. third when they fuck up and insult us. And Rachel I, uh, Dole is all out here making money on OnlyFans after pretending to be black. Yeah, that was kind of nasty. Um, you know, uh, the dude, Amin, that works at ESPN, I know uh, he was on the uh, Levitar show. Yeah, Amin Al-Hassan, yeah. He had a really good breakdown of, uh, this situation because of the Chappelle monologue yeah. from his past when he was like, yeah, a group of black people together is uh, a, gang. a gang, a group of Italians is a mob, mob. a group of Jewish people is a, a coincidence, right? Yeah. And so Amin is talking to some other dude, some other white dude on the Levitard show about it. And, you know, the white dude is like, yeah, you know, but what he said is, you know, it's a really dangerous time and stuff like that, you know, for uh, Jewish people. There's attacks on synagogues and stuff like that. And it's like, and Amin was like, yo, but every day there's an attack on a black person and nobody gives a shit. You know, it's like when is it not a dangerous time for black people? It, exactly. So it's like, yo, like we we can acknowledge that there is hate towards other groups of people, but for some reason, aside from the summer of what was it, twenty twenty one, when all the riots and stuff were happening, the George Floyd thing. Aside from that, when does anybody else ever really care? We literally saw this year a white kid go to a predominantly black neighborhood at a predominantly black grocery store and shoot the shit up. And it's like, all right, that was that was a tragedy for like a day and a half because people just said, oh yeah, it was a mass shooting. No, it was a racial attack on, on on black people. But we're not getting all this sympathy and stuff because it's so to me normalized. To me, it's it's so mm-hmm. in, in, in attacks on black people are so ingrained in American lives. It's normalized. It's normalized. That's what right? it is. It's just it's, it's just another day. Oh yeah, another day. Oh, black person got shot by the cops. Damn. But it is what it is, right? You know, how many black churches have been attacked, you know, for racial things? It is what it is. You, you know, like, look, I, I, I get it. It, it. it, There are dangerous tropes, but we got to stop acting like this is, you know, this grave, huge crisis that America has to, like, rally around. Like, I'm, and again, I'm not saying that there are not people that 
look to that are an, that aren't anti-Semitic that, that and there are people out there that want to seek harm towards mm-hmm. Jewish people. But I also remember a few years ago when that group of white that mob of white people marched on the campus of Virginia with the tiki torches mm-hmm. saying Jews will not replace us. It was a group of white people doing that, right? A lot of the anti-Semitism I see comes from a lot of the same people that look like the people that are very upset at Kyrie Irving right now. You know, we we do talk about, you know, we have to, we have to bring into this discussion, you know, there are white white Jews, mm-hmm. black Jews, people the Jew like it's it's a it's a it's a religion. And I think sometimes people forget that they think it's just like Jewish is like black, Asian, white, Hispanic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No, it's it's a religion. Anybody can be Jewish. Amari Sotomayor is Jewish. You know, which was it's a pretty funny yeah, interesting thing, you there, know. So there, there is an ethnic background, but at the end of the day yeah. it is a religion. Yeah. So and I also say this and I think I said it last week on the pod. Like, look, at the end of the day, yes, there are attacks and stuff, and we we don't condone that at all. But at the end of the day, look, a lot of people mad right now also still have the greatest cloak in the world, and that's whiteness. Mm-hmm. Like, you could take off the yarmulke. You could, you know, you don't have to dress in the traditional Orthodox or Hasidic garb. At the end of the day, you still white. At the end of the day, we still black. I can't take this skin off. You know, unless I bleach it like a certain baseball player. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of those things that I feel like we're also on the same page of the fact that like 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 you said, you have to have consequences for your actions. Kyrie said stuff. Yeah. He should have clarified he didn't, and then he had to come out and apologize. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're all we're all on the same page with that. But like for him to have to jump through all those hoops. It's, it's demeaning. It's it's demeaning. Nigga said and <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, I, I forgot that. I'm surprised name. the NBA upheld it. And like the no, I knew they, I knew they would. Once, once he met with Silver, I mean, you know, even though Silver said to the public, "Yo, I don't think that Kyrie is anti-Semitic." How know? many niggas had to come out and say Kyrie wasn't anti-Semitic? And I, and honestly, let let let's be real here. I I, I sat here and I and I talked shit about the niggas that didn't defend Kyrie. Shout out Jalen Brown. Yes, you know, let, yes. Let, let's talk about let's talk about Jalen Brown. Let's talk about Jay Williams. Let's talk about those niggas that actually like had the had the cojones to step up and actually be like. Yeah, this is this this isn't right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, it was actually funny though, cause the the one nigga on TikTok, I forgot the name. You know the nigga, the fat nigga with the glasses. He was like, yeah, you know, Kyrie. He he was like imitating the situation. He's like, yeah, Kyrie, if you want to come back, you know, you have to play hide and seek with John Cena. You gotta find him in three minutes. <laughs> like, he just, but yeah. that that it was funny as hell. But it epitomized. But but it it, it, it literally it epitomizes what. You know, Kyrie had to go through in order to come back to the league. And I wouldn't have been mad at the nigga if he walked away from that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's so It is demeaning, like JC said. It, it's 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 unbelievable. It's crazy. And I just don't I just don't agree with it. You, you know, know what I, I have a conspiracy out there, Young? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but uh no, no, it's fine. My I I feel little little piece of me feels like this is some get back from Joe Side. Okay. Because Kyrie Irving has missed a boatload of games for the Nets. And a lot of those games have not been because of injury. And so this is him like, so I, now you want to play, but I'm not letting A you. little bit of me feels like this is just kind of size sticking it. Yeah, a little bit of pettiness. Sticking it to him, uh, giving him all this stuff, almost like publicly embarrassing him. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, you've given me headaches for the past two years. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been MIA. I've, you know, I guess I've had to answer questions for you or if you're... The organization has had to answer questions on your behalf, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? 
boom, I'm gonna be petty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you through the ringer. And is that the truth? Maybe, maybe not. But it just, it just comes off. All this stuff just comes off as very like, yo, like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like you're literally trying to embarrass this dude, and it's not for the sake of oh, because you want what's best for him. It's just, yo, optics wise, you want to be seen as that owner that didn't that had the i guess balls or whatever to put Kyrie in his place which is not right and then we have a whole nother discussion for another day about the ownership in yeah especially American if it's sports. one of those that if you really wanted to put Kyrie in his place when you sat here last season and said he wasn't going to be a part of the team you stayed with him not being a part of the team yep just like yo if you were gonna do all this why not just release him right like just cut just 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 cut your 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 your, your t- cut your losses and just move on because you just dragging this out does nothing but bring bad press bad press bad press like you have teammates like i don't know if you guys heard it on the tnt broadcast against the kings markeith morris was like yo i don't know why Kyrie is not playing the team doesn't even know why he's not playing because he's already served his five game suspension so if the team is asking yo we like yo where's Kyrie? like you guys said five games it's been five games he's not here how are you like this is and to miles's point this is the joke of an organization that that you're presenting. And, and you know what? So I got to thank his lucky stars that the Nets are irrelevant. I'll say it right now. The Nets are not as are, are irrelevant because if the Nets were really relevant like that in New York, how many times do people call up to the sports talk shows or just any or the newspapers, right? How many times are they calling for Dolan to sell the team? They're talking about the Steinbrunners. Before, they were talking about the Wilpons. Heck, they still talk, they're still talking about Cohen, right? Mm-hmm. They talk about all the ownership groups in New York. They talk about the Maras. They, do they talk about Johnsons. About they Joe don't Sy. talk about don't. Joe Sy at all. You know why? Because they don't give a shit. Because it's just the Nets. The national media is doing that for them. They, they Oh, shit. The Nets oh, are the dumpster na- fire. Oh, oh, the national media is covering the fuck out of it. And the national media is only focusing on who? Kyrie. Kyrie, the player. But nobody is talking about the bad apple the, the the bad the rotten tree that is the next organization and it starts at the top like i said before in my long rant like two weeks ago yeah if y'all didn't check that out please go listen it was a banger JT from a couple weeks ago i was angry off the appleton um but it's good rum it is it's very delicious very good with ginger ale um but yeah it's just what what the, what what, what josiah's done to kyrie irving is a disgrace um like I said, it's modern day buck breaking. If you don't know what that term is, look it up. Yeah. Or it's just taking African American history class yeah. if you're in college, real, real life. I'm telling you, change, change your whole perspective on shit. To put a bow on it, I'll just say this, man. Um, what's going on with Kyrie is not fair. I've stood ten toes on that from the beginning. Um, the Nets. I I don't know what's gonna happen with the Nets after this year. You know, I. I as a team, I really don't know what's going to happen. Kyrie's on the last year of his contract. He may never play another game in the NBA, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, from the vaccine shit, from this shit, you can't really blame owners. But at the same time, I don't feel like it's fair what's going on with him right now. I, I haven't felt like it was fair from the start. And even going through everything right now with the punishments, I don't feel like it's fair going through it in the moment. Money. For some reason, a lot of Mavs Twitter thinks we're gonna trade for Kyrie. He thinks we should trade for Kyrie. I don't know why you would do that. I have no idea. It doesn't make sense. No answers for you. I, to be honest, anybody that trade for Kyrie probably get him from dirt cheap. So I have no answers for you as to why they think. Uh, listen, don't get me you. wrong. Luke, listen, Luca's used to trade way too high. Not sustainable. 
But even if we take Kyrie out of the whole media shitstorm, I may still be hurt a lot. Then you got two niggas that are kind of liabilities on defense. It's crazy because like Kyrie was doing a little, was playing pretty decent defense, but yo he, he's almost like he's he's Trevon Diggs. Kyrie like he ball hawks a lot, like he jump, he tries to jump passing lanes a lot, uh, and it puts the defense at a disadvantage. So if it works, it works, but when it doesn't, damn, you're basically playing five on four. Um, so yeah, it's not a. Not How many threes are we gonna take and fucking miss? Uh, a lot, John, a lot. Uh, but oh, let's end of the game. Yeah. But that's the that's it for uh, the basketballs. Now on to uh, the the weebs, the weeb weeklies. Now that we're done with sports, it is time for our first anime segment, uh, Weeb Weekly. You guys didn't know we are uh, watch an episode of an ongoing show and review the episode each week. So we are doing Chainsaw Man, and today was episode six. Yeah, yeah, yep, six. Yeah, all right. So we reviewed nice. episode six of Chainsaw Man. Um. Them niggas trapped on the A flow, boy. Yeah, man. We we find we found out more of th- this episode was a lot of just kind of like understanding the severity of the situation that they're in, um, and kind of seeing how everyone interacts and stuff like that, and the the pressure applied. We get a little bit more of uh, Aki and uh, uh, Jimena's backstory. Um, them like you said, they are trapped by an infinity devil, which like JT said, that's a that's, that's, that's not, is that head. not the most strongest of devil? Because, like, infinity is a big number. I mean, I mean we talk about, like, yo, you, you bring it back to Marvel's. Eternity Devil. It, oh, Eternity Devil. Thank you, Matt. Well, Eternity, Infinity, still, like, Infinity Stones, Eternity. It's like, man, listen, it's all it's all there for you. Yeah, I don't know, boy. It was, yeah. Uh, nigga stuck on the on the eighth floor. No ice machine, no vending machines. Just, <laughs> just, just, not, just the ice vibes. machine is there. That nigga's just on the other side of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, but I, yeah, nah, this, yo, Chainsaw Man is actually some shit because my man's Denji was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna sleep through I'm all gonna of this. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> That's why I love this shit, right? right. So when well, y'all niggas figure this shit out. Because there's really two types of niggas. There's niggas that, you know what? I'm stressed. I'm just gonna take a nap. Then there's niggas like me. I'm stressed. I can't fucking fall asleep. I'm like that, but I also don't think that was the situation. And the reason why is I don't think he's stressed. He's stressed. Well, no, he's not, no, 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 no. Yeah. Den- Denji's not stressed at all. Yeah, so my thing is, um, it, and you see it here with the people who haven't been around him as long. Like, you see it with him and then the rest of them. They go, oh, he really fell asleep. And the only reason he slept was because that bed was so comfortable. Mm-hmm. He sat here and said, it would honestly be a waste to not sleep in this bed. He was like, yo, I owe the, I owe this devil. Uh, and <laughs> uh, I owe this devil because, yo, I'm about to take a nap real quick. And, and, and it wasn't the nap. It was just the fact that this man has come from nothing and got to sleep in a comfortable bed. And that's all he wanted. And it's, it's one of those where it's just like he's just so appreciative of the little things that no one really understands, like, why or to the, that extent. So they just don't take him seriously. And they, like be mad at him for it because they really just don't get it when like we know because we know his backstory and he's not going to come out here and talk about it really and that's why when he's he's like yeah i'm just i'm I'm happy with things that i have like they just think that he just doesn't take shit seriously or he's just like no i'm just appreciative for every small thing that's good that most people take for granted that's a good point too and i was thinking i was like man my man's probably in a hotel bed for the first time in his life Mm -hmm. tell you what yo you go get sleep good for two things after getting some butt and in them damn hotel beds. Them hotel beds is comfy as a mall. Now imagine the hotel bed after getting some yams. <laughs> the 
immaculate. It's a, yeah, only the real know. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But even so, like, after after that, my man Denji woke up to the madness. They're like, huh, hey, you know, you figured it out yet. Nah, didn't figure it out yet. But we, we found were... snacks. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see the, 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 like, the new people losing it, right? We see, um, to, to Benny. Uh, to Benny, yeah. And the dude's name, I can't remember. I can't remember. Arai, but, Arai. But both of them niggas was like, yeah, it was Arai's scary. Arai's having panic attacks. The man tried to drink toilet water and it's just going crazy. But she's been going crazy since the moment they realized Why is she here? They Why said she's skilled. No, she's not skilled. Where's I need to see some skills. I need to Listen, see what Jimena she's said literally goes she, she has she's like she has the ability. She just she just doesn't have the mental side. I need to see these abilities. Like I, for real for real cuz if her mental side is that fucked up, think about how many NBA devils. players we know we know like that. Yep. They got all, the talent, they got all yeah. the talent in the world. Do they play on the Brooklyn Nets currently? They got all the talent. I don't even know how much talent y'all got. I know I know uh, a six eleven nigga uh, from Australia that got a lot of talent. Yeah, we got all the talent in the world. Got all the you talent should, in the world. Don't even mention how just many wait, chances just, those just people get. Till, JT, just wait till next week to mention that. No, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right? She says she's skilled, but when facing a devil, she has folded not once but twice. So what are these skills in play if she can't even if she doesn't have no composure to face a devil? Yeah. Where are the like when are like well, is she, she just doing it in well, basic well, training? Well, they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't this might be their first time out. Nah, and, they, and, niggas would have said. And this also is like their first like this isn't a normal devil. This no, is a gun piece devil. I get that, but even this the little the small devil from the previous episode that came out yeah, that was literally just a head and her. a foot, and she was like, "Oh my god!" It's like, okay, like that. Kick it. Like, I don't know. Do something. But you also got to understand is like, yo, the, the levels of devil hunting is different. We don't, mm -hmm. we kind of know what the levels of devil, well, one, um, power, she's a, um, she's a fiend. She's a fiend. She's basically a devil. Right. And then Denji, Denji is, you know, he don't, he he, don't he, give he, a damn. He, he's been here for forever. He's been fucking devil hunting, you know. Yeah. Since he was a youth then. Exactly. So we don't really know the experience. What? Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Yo, hold there you on. Go. Hi, Nina. There go. Hexu, hexu. There we go. Just learning after three years. Um, I mean, I've already know. I've always known the word, yeah, but whatever. I'm sure, you have. Um, interesting. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. But anyhow, you you go back. You be, you go back and forth on it with Shorty. You know, she don't don't know really know about devil hunting for real. Like you're know mm. saying, these other dudes, they really know they've been doing this shit. Like Denji, he been in the trenches power. She's a fiend, so she know what it is. I get that. I think the other part of it too, and you realize this later when you see they, they explain how um Aki started smoking cigarettes and how their relationship kinda kinda formed, right? Um I'm realizing it now like Tobeni and Arai are just foils for the two of them. Simply where she goes to be a good devil hunter, you have to have a screw loose. To make it, you have to have a screw loose. And you're saying so they, they both got screws loose? Because oh, did, did you they notice? Did power? No, no, no. The other two. Oh, the because other two? Did, no, they yeah, don't. They do. Mm, this, Were they panicking? Think about in that situation. Nigga, I would have panicked. That's what I'm they saying. They also said that devil hunters die young, That's though. what I'm saying. You, uh, they, but I don't got no, a screw most, loose. That's what I'm saying. Aki and um, they those two have the screw loose. Okay, they you know panic. what? I see, I see what you're saying. So because they, they didn't, they were they doing, didn't they, panic. Well, they, well, one of the bitches was drinking toilet water, so there you go. No, I'm talking about Aki and Jimena. They're normal humans. Oh, no, no, no. They're I, normal that, humans. Oh, yes. I get they what he's, I get what he's saying. They did not okay. panic. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I'm saying. I get what like, he's saying. They're now. the foils yes. 
to the other to two. the other two. Yes, fair enough. Got and they show why it's like they're really not cut out for this. And then we'll really find out later that Tibeti didn't want to do this anyway. Yeah, she was. She was forced to, into it by look, her family. Look, man, I'm just like not I just want to know. Prostitution, I know not all sex work is prostitution. Do you know but that? I'm just saying. I don't know if you know that. I'm just saying. Bro, I don't know if you know that. I know this. I don't know. If you I know, know this. That. No, I know this. Okay, Moss, can you just prove, uh, make your point to the people? I'm just saying, not all sex work no, is prostitution. No, 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 no. Well, okay. The question was, when we found out her choice was either devil hunting or being a sex worker. And what do you think she should have chose? Oh, I thought she should have chose sex work. Sex and work is probably more profitable. I'm just saying, because what? First of all, as a devil hunter, they said you don't live that long. They all die young. Sex work, yo, I'm telling you, as a non-prostitute, you definitely can live for a longer amount of time. And but it's not about how long she made money. They needed as much money as fast as possible to send her brother to college. Yeah, <laughs> I promise you, there's sex workers right now supporting their whole family. And on top of that, bro. One job, she get eaten, she dies. So you, the, the other job you were making was because it was dangerous, and you were just saying she would have made more money. Yes. The other, the other job, but she either way, y'all both think she should have been a sex worker. Yes, that's. Yeah. I just want to know why is it the only two choices? You have a whole big world. Niggas couldn't get a job at McRonald's. How fast? You thought you thought <laughs> at McRonald's they would have made crazy. enough money to send a brother to college? And the older brother at that. At government, also, a government job is getting that nigga through how college. Much I'm like, just think saying, about man. how much bread. Um, Denji was making as a, uh, a devil hunter. As a mercenary a devil hunter? Yeah. He didn't take any home because it had to go directly to the debt. But they was getting paid. They was getting a you know, couple, was getting G, paid. Cu- couple G's. Couple G's. Nah, I just, nah, bro. That niggas, I'm poking holes. I don't care. I'm poking holes through that. Only option is devil hunter or sex worker? Nah, come on. America. America, America, America. Niggas out come here on, man! The wall and like, shit. dog. I don't know. Me, like, I'm not gonna tell somebody how to write their anime, but I'm just saying that is a wild opposite end of the spectrum. Either you throw an ass, or you might get your ass eaten, and Anyways. not in a positive way. I mean, they. You gotta think about what. Uh, remember when Denji's dad died and homie dead went? He goes, "You owe me this money in the next day. Like, go sell your body, do whatever you gotta do." So clearly, that just seems to be the the fastest option for people. So why? So she couldn't sell a body part. No, she too good to sell body literally parts. Literally sell her body. I'm Say, just like, saying. Go hoe yourself out. But Anyways. I'm just saying though, like if they needed money, quick. I'm just saying, we like you said in the first episode, we saw the 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 transaction report of Denji's body. What was it? An eye, a gallbladder, a lung, some fingernails. Like he was, he was some. It was some money to be made. Big facts. She. She couldn't sell uh, a kidney, little little lung, here and there. You know what I'm not saying? Niggas out here <laughs> trying to make contracts and shit. I'm just saying, like I don't know. She not cut out for it. She could have found it. She, you know what? Run away. At, honestly, she run away. To go to college, bro. I mean, you gotta think. Of, go to America. You, no, especially and when you're talking go to college, about Eastern stereotypes and breaking away from their family, it usually doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, it's just. Back to the original. I, I don't know why I'm so caught up on this, but you got me mad. I don't know about why. To say, bro. Why? Know why I want better for her, and it's not in the devil hunting game, and it's not in the sex work way. Whatever, nigga. Basically, <laughs> back to my fucking point. Yes, they're just a foil of just how fucking off Aki, Aki and uh, Jimena are, and they just it, they just show that like the mo- not everyone's built for this shit, and people might think they are. Like Arai, even Arai, they were like, listen, he might not be the best, but he's gonna try real hard. He wants to be good at this. He does all that shit. 
Mayo's ready to fold and give up Denji right away, too. Are you telling me that they are the Edmund Sumner and Royce O'Neal of this team? Um, um, Royce O'Neal has played well in the playoffs. I ain't gonna lie. Edmund Sumner, I, I, see, I seen Edmund, like Edmund Sumner I mean, in real life have a good game. I did see him do that, too. So <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't knock my boys. I'm just, I'm just you know, trying to make a joke. But I'm just saying. <laughs> it is, but nah, they, <laughs> they not cut out for this shit at all. Denji just chilling. He's like, all right, you know, what are we, what are we about to do here? Then we got... The backstory, I did like the backstory, though. Uh, you know, the whole smoking thing. Mm-hmm. My thing is, damn, she got you to smoke cancer sticks. Couldn't even get no ass. That's crazy. You threw your life away, kid. Well, Aki um, don't, Aki don't, one, he don't care about her like that. Like, he cares about her as a friend. The only person he wants to, like. I said what I said. Why you got to care about somebody? No, he doesn't. Like, he's not interested in having sex with her. Yeah, well, that's his fault. I don't know. Power, like I said, power is sexy. Um, but point of the matter is now he smokes cancer sticks, um, which is taking years off his life. Ironically, we learned that if he <laughs> uses this bones. one special move, which could get these niggas out of here, he would take years off his life. That nigga got the, um, what's the name of the source nigga from Naruto? Fuck. The nigga that had the fucking, eye, like, he didn't have an eye patch, but he had like shit covering his face. Oh, the, Donzo. Not Donzo. No, no not Donzo. Who works for the village yeah. with the scars. Yeah, I know you're talking. I don't remember. Yeah, that nigga had the he had the one move where he fucking just huh, pew. The nigga that had the uh the do rag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, to I me, I was thinking for all my people who have seen the anime fairy tale, um, it's it just made me think of like one of the characters. Whenever shit got tough, he was like ready to sacrifice himself. He was like, I'll do the one magic that it'll kill me, and they had to be like, relax. It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that kept happening. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just shows that, obviously, like, Jimenez is in love with him. Like, clearly. In love with Aki. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah. I think even if we're going to say it's a platonic love, which I don't think it's a platonic love, like, she is in love with him. Yep. Like, not, it, it started off as just my partner and I care about him and he understands these things. So more of, like, she knew that he was going to be the partner to last. You know what I mean? And that he was different and that they can relate on things. Yep. Like, and she, she, why do you think she's going so hard? Where it goes, yeah, we might all die, but like, we might all get out. So I'd rather take that risk than take years off his life to, to for sure. Cause like, her track record horrible right now. Out. She 0 for 6, dog. <laughs> she need, she need at least one listen, of them to get through. They weren't built different. And I feel like we've seen that cause there's probably people. And she said it. She's like, all these people, they come in with a grudge against the gun double and the shit never works out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see it next episode. They join it. They join it for the wrong reason. Maybe I'll see it next but, um, episode. But uh, all I know is that my son Denji, he's not afraid. He said Denji's built different. He told us as much. Yeah, he said he. Yo, I'm built yeah. different. Yo, he and, said, and even at the end, this man said, "I'm gonna just fuck him up until he can't no more." Like, different. Fuck it. The rest of these niggas was all there acting scary. Bro, I, he tried to stab my boy. I, yeah, they did, and they got Aki instead. And Aki's a real one for taking that. You know, I was that figurative bullet. Even though it was a knife, but I will say figurative bullet. Did He's, I not call it? Yeah. I called it. You I did. called it for Fair enough, episode. you did. You did. I was like, you yo, did. he gonna come through. Yeah. And Aki <laughs> was like, yeah, he, he came through on some, like, like that is his, like, Aki is um, Denji's foil, and he really came through for him. And we didn't think that he would come through in the moment that he did, but he really was just like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Listen, it's not really my man's like that, but I fuck with him, and I know this nigga's potential. So yeah, back the fuck up. He's a show guy. That. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is uh in that scene, I thought it was huge where um there two things happened around there. Was it was the first time when they are like 
just let's just give him Denji and let's kill him whatever we can get out. And then they explain how severe a contract is. And they were like, yeah, if we give him to him, we're definitely going to get out. And he goes, we're devil hunters. We only kill devils. And this is the first time that he acknowledges Denji as more than a devil. Ooh, so I think yes. that was huge. Mm. Right. And then in that scene, we find out, he goes, listen, he's he. So now he's taking Denji seriously. Yep. Right. To where before he's like, whatever. He doesn't care about the other shit. He has all these meaningless goals. He wants to get titties. He wants to get, um, Makima. And then now that he brought up, I'm going to kill the gun devil. He's like, listen, I want to kill the gun devil. He wants to kill the gun devil. I know he's strong and I know I need help. Yep. I'm so he's taking him seriously both as a person and as an asset. So I think those are two huge developments there in that relationship as well. Um, Matt, what you got? I am honestly really confused about how Denji's gonna take on the Eternity Devil. I don't know how it's gonna work. He said, um, he saw how much pain, uh, he was like how much pain the devil was in when they attacked him that one time and he's like i'm literally just gonna cut him up until he wants to kill himself from the pain yeah, yeah i don't know i'm just like confused. you're not confident in it because it's just gonna keep getting bigger i thought but maybe not okay i don't know overall Seems like a weird a weird solution like it makes denji look like a badass but it doesn't Make a whole lot of sense because wouldn't it just keep getting bigger the more he attacks it? I guess. But at the end of the day, like if they're conscious enough, it's one of those things that if you you just kind of make them tap out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. How are you feeling about the episode overall? I mean, I think what you guys said it was like a big character builder. Mm. It kind of you know we know where people stand now, which is cool. The relationships are pretty solidified now, I feel, which is nice. There's no more, like, no more guessing about, like, Aki's relationship to Denji and power, and even even power has sh shown a little bit more compassion. Uh, like, when Aki got stabbed and she was like, well... Yeah, but she was also making fun of this. What? She was also make, laughing at this face. Well, yeah. She's crazy regardless. Yeah. But, you know, even, even she's, like, showing some signs of, like, humanity, I guess. Mm. Which is a first. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was the biggest part of this episode for me. It was just, like, all the relationships were kind of solidified for me. And I know where everybody stands. Um... Yeah, and I have no idea how Denji's actually going to kill this thing other than just... I mean, I guess it's just going to happen for him. It's going to slice it up, and it's going to kill itself. But... So, will they... By killing this devil, they will... They're looking to collect an, another bullet, is that it? Yes, another piece of the gun dope. Right. <laughs> yep. That's a fact. They kind of hint at it in, like, the, the post-credit scenes, because they got, like, the bullet. Whereas right. they said that like uh, in the episode before, like the way to find the gun doubles, you have to collect enough pieces and then it'll start when you get enough, it'll start dragging itself towards the main. Body. Right. 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 So the whole goal is to just try and get as many as possible. Um, and you know, I guess we just see how that works. Uh, yeah. You guys got anything else? 
Hot drag him straight to Florida. <laughs> the Florida. The final boss is Ron DeSantis. Florence Pliu. Jesus Christ. No, no. Just in my head. Uh, all right. Oh, I think that's it for the Weeb Weeklies. Um, yep. Yeah. Oh, oh. Also, shout out uh, Power. Gonna get her Nobel Nobel Peace Prize. So. Yo, I love how he's like, yeah, I think Power's losing it too, and they're like, no, 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 that's that's just Power. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Nobel Peace Prize is kind of OP, but yeah, because Nobel Peace Prize so that she could become Prime Minister, so that she could raise sales tax to 100. percent mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah. So with that, that's it for We Weekly. Um, stay tuned with us. I hope you guys are watching Chainsaw Man because if you're not, you really are missing out. Uh, now, our OG anime segment, Anime Book Club. If you guys did not know, we are watching Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Um, this week we did episodes four, five, and six, and this was some shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> some shit is kind of, yeah. I mean, overall summary, uh, we see, we got a training montage with, uh, with David, David you know, David, he, he really uh, gets, and, yeah, he really, you know, gets into the gang. Um, he starts building relationships. He starts getting better at what he does, and learning things, and doing all those stuff. Right? It was a full-on. It was a training arc in episode four. Right? Um, we also just see little pieces here and there. Right? We see that in the beginning, he like just can't use a gun. Right? He's just not built like that. Um, also, like the implants and stuff are wild. Like he upgrades his lungs. Like the mm-hmm. whole process of getting the surgery. My man's really hit up the sun. Yo, he came through to him with not a stack of money. That nigga came through with a fucking boatload of bread. Yeah. Like, yo, he really making that, that chicken. Mm-hmm. He niggas just taking the easy way out, man. Bro, run stairs, run suicides, the parachute shit. Niggas just cheating, man. Niggas not, niggas afraid of the grind. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem with you niggas. Afraid of the grind. They need more Dame Lillards and Cyberpunk they, We need more Dame Lillards. In cyberpunk, man. Um, I think that painting the uh the jacket was definitely symbolic, and I feel like when he did that, it just showed like him growing into his his new role and new life. Mm-hmm. Um, also just the way that episode four started with like you didn't really know what's going on, and it was funny because I, I was watching the area and I was like, this is gonna be one of those. You're probably wondering how I got myself into this situation. Yep, yep. <laughs> like yeah, that's exactly bro. what I was. Thinking. I was confused. I'm like, yo, when it started, I'm like, wait, is this the party? Like, did some shit pop off at the yeah, party? Me too. Um, but yeah, we see that uh, the fucking hacker dude who we find out is uh, Rebecca's um, brother gets offed. Yeah, like did we, I was not expecting that. I had some, I had a feeling some shit was gonna go down, but I thought it was gonna be like he was part of the government or like from the school or whatever, or like trying to get him. Like I thought it was gonna be like, yeah, like he was just a fake and it was just like daughter poster crazy man just I mean, full just, on. Just, just a but you know, but you know the wild part is, is that this nigga was kind of just minding his business. Like he was just pissing into a little. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. If niggas just mind, like, and this is example number five thousand six hundred and forty-two. If you just mind your damn business, you'd probably still have a head and be alive. Facts. Yeah, that shows a wild. Um. We talk about how Rebecca. I feel like Rebecca is a hilarious character. She is because she's. You know who she reminds me of? You remind me of mine. Like if mine was just a little bit crazier, just a fascination think. with guns, just mad small, so you don't really expect anything. But nah, like the the scene in the montage when they all pulled up to the club to go drink. Yeah. And they were like, nah, she can't come in. And so she pulled out both blickies. Yeah. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't think mine would do that. I think that 
if you're gonna talk about her stature and the fact that she like guns, those are the only similarities. Mm. To me, she's just off. To me, she's like power, personality was. <laughs> like, cause even when fucking her brother got killed, she went. I was supposed to kill this I motherfucker. I was supposed to kill him. What the hell? Like, nah, yeah. she dead opened on when he was delivering the, the, the new hands. Yeah. Bitch opened up the door in nothing but uh, underwear, but with the gun pointed at his skull. I was like, God damn, these niggas running a meth lab in here? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that oh, shit was a little deep. We also see, um, I don't know if it was in this episode or the next one, where, um, you know, after he dies and then uh, Main offers him homie's hands. And he was like, everyone's cool with you taking them. Mm. And he was like, nah, like, they're not a fit. They're like, oh, you can't take it from someone you know type shit. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, you know, making all excuses. And he's like, I want yours, right? He was like, all right, get the, put you some know. weight on. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you can. Um, Yeah, so now the crew's down one person. Mm. Now we're going to episode five. Um, At this point, right, I don't know how invested I am into this show. Because, from you know, the way people are talking about it, I'm like... It's a good show, but I'm not seeing why people have put it on their best anime of the year at this point, mm-hmm. right? And even at the end of episode six, I'm yeah. still not fully getting it. I think it's good. I don't think it's like top tier. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's a lot more anime I gotta watch, but um, I'm not personally seeing it. I feel like we're we're, we're pretty qualified to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so a couple things, right? Um, one is where I start questioning. I'm like, what's what's the bathtub like things? Why that why they be going to the bathtub stuff, which you find out later. And at this point, also, I can't tell what's skin and what's chrome, like what's cybernetic. Yeah, a lot. same. Yeah. Like when homie takes his arms off, where do his arms stop? You know what I mean? Like Maine's arms. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so that that's something that I'm trying to figure out. Um, I just imagine he like cy- everybody's just like built like cyborg. Like there's some skin still there. Like obviously yeah, we know there like there is some. Like Dan, like Dan, uh, David, David. Like we know David got skin because yeah. like, we see it being, being right. ripped off every time. I mean, he but everybody else that just got the shit on top of them is like, oh, what's yeah. gonna? What's like going even I mean, Main's about face it. just looks chromed yeah. out. Yeah, like some people. But think about it. Kiwi got fucking blue nipples. But Lucy got regular nipples. So it's like you don't know what you can have and what you don't. But King Kiwi also has like it's basically like a circuit board all right, across her body. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's like it, it's hard to tell. At that point, and I think that's a part of like the whole future thing, which I get it. But like, then you just go, all right. So which parts can get damaged and can be replaced, and which parts can't? Um, for when you have it attached, right? Um, I thought that they said something where they said you seem fine. I don't remember what it is at the time. Also, when they tried to get homie Johnny, whatever his name was, the super hacker, right? Mm-hmm. They really thought she was gonna be sweet, like sneaking up on him. No, I mean, I mean and, and nigga, look, man, the nigga dressed like uh, what's the what's that one fashion design? Like, nigga dressed like Tommy Hilfiger. Before. Tommy Hilfiger is crazy. I mean, well, the, the like computer like version Tommy of it. Hilfiger. Nah, I mean, he, it give, he, give off, he give off that vibe. You know, like the you know the the, the gay fashion designers. He I get what off you're that saying, type of vibe. but my thing is, for someone who is so smart, you thought they would just have no contingency, like they would just yeah, like, like just wouldn't even true. expect nobody he's to roll up on them. It's not like he's the. Like the dude who's just in love with computers, who stays away from everyone. Like he runs the streets. Like he deals in illegal shit. You know what I mean? Oh wait, hold on. Uh, we're we're already at the kidnapping. We we missed an, an we missed a huge plot point. An episode. Oh, four. I, oh, oh yeah, when yeah, David yeah, loses yeah, virginity. Yeah. When David loses virginity. Well, I mean, yes, well, that is part of it. But I, will, I think it's mostly the 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 the, the fostering the relationship. The relationship them. between okay, them because you. Lucy, I thought yeah. it was something like all right, you knew it was gonna happen. I didn't think it was gonna happen this early. And to me personally, shout out David, man. Shout out David. I'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> that it happened this early. Because I feel I'm like not, that's one of those things where it's probably the first time in three years. Three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three years. 
That's that true. a protagonist done got some, bro. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 I'm, I'm not mad he did. I'm just saying, Shout like. Shout for giving him the push. For the story purposes, I mm. thought this was one of those, like, it just, as time goes on. Hey, it's only 10 episodes. I'm about to say, we, I, I was oh, just about God. to say, Same we only got, we only got four more episodes. You're like, okay, so, like, mm-hmm. there's one of those things where it's like, all right, maybe it, it progresses, mm-hmm. right? But it kind of just went straight from, like, when he's even having that, comp, that you know, bro talk with, mm-hmm. with Maine. He's like, yo, so. You know, you, you treating uh, you treating old girl right? You treating Lucy right? He was like, "What do you mean? Like, what, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Come on, bro!" I mean, like, she like me, bro. He's like, "Nah," but she took. Oh, you went to the, nah when he said, "Oh, you guys went to the moon." He was like, that's, that's romantic the, yeah, shit. Yeah, he, said, he said, "All right, my boy, like you gotta like do a yeah, little." Yeah, dun, 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 so I didn't expect uh, uh, I didn't expect them to to really do that. I mean, but it was kind of foreshadowed once they mm. were on the roof. Yeah, and then I saw the rocket going in the air. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, yep, shit about I, to go down. A couple things with that, um. One, I think Dorio is hilarious for just having the jacket over the titties, like no shirt. Just First of all, Dorio broadcast bitch. <laughs> Main also kind of wild. Bro, Main like his bitch is big. Dorio, like for all my Overwatch people, is like blue-haired Zarya, like American Zarya, which is funny. Um, I thought it was a dude at first, and I'm like, wait a second. Oh, wait. Then I heard her speak, because I actually watched it uh, mm. in English. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's a girl. I didn't think shit was getting down. Bro, she punched him in the face. He was bleeding. And then all of a sudden, niggas is making out. Yeah, bro. Dude, crazy. You know, um, that's, that, that's that toxic love. That is it. You know what I'm saying? Be grateful you don't got none of that, man. That oh, toxic nigga, love is. Nigga, <laughs> nigga David calling him up, yo, bro, I need a job. <laughs> bro, it's the wrong time for this, man. Um, also, I thought it was really funny when he was like, hey, something, something different about something you. Something different about you. Because I literally, I think it was on Monday, I had that conversation with Ari, where it was like, um, one of the kids that we trained. I was like, look, I was like, yo, something different about him. He just came back from a trip. I was like, you got that aura. Around I think you. I was like something different, and I remember, that. I remember that. when I lost mine, and I remember telling my cousins, and they were literally John like, met me like this. Hmm? <laughs> wow, I remember when I lost mine. Um, uh, my cousins literally were like, when I told them, they were like, "That's crazy." We were dead ass talking to each other. Like, I don't know what's going on with John, but something is different. Like, so it's one of those where I'm like, is that what I'm noticing? You know what I mean? Where it's like, this is a youth. And something is different about him. Can't wait to experience that. You didn't kidding. have with your brother? Just kidding. Oh, oh, with that? No, that that, that did happen. Oh, but like, about, I was trying to make a joke about myself, yourself, but it's okay. Yes. Really yeah, that's all right. I, I got you, JT. Self-deprecation, you know, it's a little. Yeah, it's just fun. to me, it's just funny, like that yeah. that real world thing where it's like I feel like we're all on the same page. Like we know. Like you Niggas know. know. Yeah, you Niggas know. Niggas know. But you know what's like funny? Some shit it, do be different. It, 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 it did you feel You don't realize like in a that. moment. Like, I don't know what you Like, after, I didn't feel any different. But then, like, you just, like, when people was like, nah, nah, you, you acting different. Like, shit crazy. I was, I was exactly. still, could you believe I'm still the same, JT? Yeah, it's very easy to believe that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. Um, <laughs> What? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, it's funny because. What were you like before? <laughs> This. That's what. <laughs> could you imagine if I was any different? I don't think anybody can imagine me any different. Oh I'm, I'm one of one, man. Bro, if you were any different, it would have been one of those like, how'd you even get some? <laughs> I ask that shit all the time. <laughs> Nigga, Look, bye, Justin. Nah. Bye, Justin. <laughs> it's almost like Truth King. It's almost like that. Pe- oh damn, there go Kyrie. It's almost like that. That's not Kyrie. That's Kyrie again. Bro, this nigga. Yo, come on. So he, no, I got it. I got it. How he ended up over there? I got him. I got him, son. <laughs> If nobody got Kai, Miles I, got Kai. I got Kai. <laughs> nah, but um, 
Yeah, nah, it's, it's like that Pete Davidson thing. How Pete Davidson keep pulling these bitches don't make no damn sense. Yeah, he's but, different. Uh, uh, oh, what do you call yeah. it? No, I feel like they even wrote it like that. They it, like it, that just the conversation they were having. Mm-hmm. David did feel more com- more confident in what he was saying. He felt right. more yeah, assertive. Yeah, exactly. He was just talking like that, like you said, not sure of himself. Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, this is this is what it is." Yeah, yeah bro. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Yeah. I think, and I feel like that's that's where I can see the show. Like that's what I think makes the show good. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I still don't see it being on another level, but I think that's what makes the show good. Like all those later things, and like you say, like even for it to be this good in English, which usually doesn't happen. Um, is Chum their N word? Shroom is nah, like they're I feel like, it, I'm like because mm. I just been assuming it's just nigga. Every time they say Shroom, I'm like they're just saying nigga, which is all right, cool. Nah, I'm trying to like, think of other shows that just have like a word specifically for that universe that they're put in. You know what I mean? Chum this, chum that. Can a chum borrow a fry? And my first thought wasn't, yo, he said chum. It was how is it is a chum gonna borrow a fry? Is a chum gonna give it back? <laughs> So, um, yeah, so so back in episode five, we get the whole kidnapping scene, right? Um, yeah, again, I think it's wild for them to think they could sneak up on that. The, was tough, though. They got a backup the cam in his neck. That's bro, tough. Bro. Why did they, and they just came up like, it was like, man walked up behind them, like, no, I get it though. Like, I, sometimes you're not expecting it. Some, sometimes niggas should just be really good at their craft. And it's like, like you, you said, like, you, this is a man who people don't know, right? The only yes. people who have seen him in person are the highest level people paying absorbent amount of money. Yeah, it's the same thing in GTA when uh, my nigga Leonard in the in the, in the wheelchair. You compare this to GTA, I bro? I don't, I don't know how they really rolled up on something like that. The fact really that even that, that, sweet, that I almost said Takamichi. I don't know. I almost said Takamichi. <laughs> the, the, the fact that David should be getting rolled up on. Right, that's cool, well, right, exactly. The fact that David even got got this man in his face type shit. Fucking. Nah, sweet. it makes sense because yo, like he's one of those high profile dudes that just like all right, like like he said, like he had a reservation for one, mm-hmm. so he just he just chilling. I'm gonna get myself something to eat. Park in the in the nice garage with his nice Bugatti. It looked like a Bugatti. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. David dope. pull up, so it's not like he yeah, not fanboying. Fanboying. He was like, "Yo, shit, like you, J.K. Like, yo, I'm a big fan. Yada yada yada." So like, he had nothing to worry about. So it was a smooth. I thought it was a smooth plan. Niggas just didn't expect him to have a backup cam. That's what I'm saying. They underestimated. <laughs> backup cam is crazy. But I don't think I, I just facts. don't see how you can underestimate that. But yeah, um, that whole thing where he popped that EMP type shit. That yeah. Kiwi all fucked up. Kiwi was done, though. Yeah, but Kiwi's... Finished. I think Kiwi might be the most circuited up. You know yeah, what she, I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not her fault, though. I mean, you know niggas just... She's just EMP's affected like mm. that. Um, that's what... That was the You Seem Fine. Was when they were like... um, When Sis Dorio said to Lucy, he was like, that didn't affect you like that. And then I thought that was strange. Um, Because... Lucy is also super tight tech and if it had everyone else fucked up like that, why didn't affect Lucy like that? Um Yeah. The whole rescue where they convince homie to work for him, like to help them out to, to get to the, the higher up and all that. Like that, that shit was wild. It took no time at all. Like I'm talking about like when they talk to um the What's his face? The fucking what'd you call him, Jesse? Okay. Oh, Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. When they talk <laughs> Is Tommy Hilfiger gay? <laughs> no, I I don't know. The nigga that made Tommy Hilfiger. I, I don't know. I don't name know. a name a f- famous gay uh Gianni Versace. Yeah, Versace. It's that it's the Versace. And he dressed like Versace too with some very nice garbs on for Cyberpunk uh, you know, oh. times. Skipping over a big thing in that rescue thing. Um when now we understand what he was watching in the beginning. Like they're watching people's death scenes. 
And that's what homie yeah. was selling. Oh, yeah. Right? And then that homie made him watch that of the one that he was attached to and explains that whole thing. Like, that t- sort of torture scene. Mm-hmm. Right? For my people who watch Tokyo Ghoul, that reminded me of that scene. Where it was like, he's going to come out of this on some shit. You know what I mean? Um, I also didn't realize at first. I thought he was getting framed. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, they can't. But I'm like, all right, it's episode five. Ain't no way it's going down like this. I knew it was. <laughs> yeah, say that in during episode six. <laughs> Yo, bro. When I. All right. So here's the thing. I thought he was getting framed, but once he the attack the blade attachment came mm-hmm. out, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, this is this has gotta be like a dream or some mm-hmm. shit. Like he like in a, I thought he was like he had the boy hallucinating, you know, like on mm-hmm. some like scarecrow type shit. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah, once that blade came out, I was like, Yeah, it's not him for real, for real. Yeah, I was just surprised at that whole thing of just it being like, okay. Like I was like He's trying to be kidnapped by these people. He knows something about him, and he just gonna frame him. And that's what's gonna happen. Cause I was like, I was like, Dorio and Lucy gonna roll up on this scene with all the cops and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that was wild to me. Um, and then we found out it was a dream in the same from the beginning. Uh, I also thought it was funny. Where I was sitting here, I was like, they're telling her, I was like, yo, you shouldn't be able to use all this, and da da da. And I was like, in my notes, I'm like, man, it's built different. Cause I respect on my son's name. And then he says it when he goes. Nah, I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm not gonna let it consume me. I'm built different. I'm like, there we go, David. Yeah, him saying say. he is himself, Himothy. Yeah, we don't be crazy. getting, we don't be getting, like you said about him getting yams. We don't be getting confident, like fucking protagonists, protagonists like, like this. That. He's yeah. such a different protagonist. While well, I fuck with him, he reminds me a lot of him myself. Yeah. Also dude. here we see a lot of the talk about like chrome junkies and like yeah. people getting addicted to it. And but that was, yes. that was a foreshadowing. Yes, that was a foreshadowing. That was a foreshadowing. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, listen. <laughs> Listen, this is you. Like everyone else. This is you. This Mm -hmm. is no. He said, "This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs." Like, (laughs) and that's what it was given. I'm like, "Oh, this is your brain on Kadenistan or whatever the shit." Yeah, whatever the fuck. (laughs) Exactly. But it's all the same concept. Yeah, same principle, right? All right. So, episode six. Fucking nuts. Absolutely fucking nuts. Right. We we get mains. We see flashes of mains backstory. Right. Now we know my son mains starting to lose it. Um. When he punched out Kiwi and shit, bro, because he was losing it, bro. I was, I was like, wait, hold on, wait, why Kiwi look like that, bro? She was mid, like, yeah, uploaded. she was mid, mid dive. Yeah, I, that's I, where we find out what that shit is. That deep dive port, or what do they call it? I think that's what it is. Um, you know when you, yeah, y'all, for, for, for reference, it's like, yo, you know when you, when you, when your computer's downloaded something and then like, don't turn off. Yeah, don't turn <laughs> off. Don't turn the computer off. That's what happens. Your mm-hmm. shit will die. Your shit will check. I like, also like like the the way they do the deep dive thing, right? Yeah. It's literally like a combination of the Matrix and Inception. Yeah. Right? They have to plug in like the Matrix, but they have to go through someone's consciousness like Inception to try and find files, what right? It, yep. Or find whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, it's another pillow. Yo, main from the dirt. Main from the dirt. And we see that where he starts questioning himself when he's losing it, right? Not only did... Dorio and whoever Falco is mm-hmm. have to fucking restrain him and like get him back to reality. He was t- wasn't taking the drugs like that, and then he just starts having the flashbacks to like his youth, mm-hmm. right when he had nothing, and he just starts going, "What well, you think you're better than me? Cause you're younger than me." Before he was in the gym, yeah, mm. and all these things, and it just showed like that progression of just like he's losing it, but his his fear, and it's the same thing about David. It's Dave is from the slums. He's just from like nothing, right? Like, I means just from random ass farmland or whatever, like fucking Iowa or some shit. Um, and th- this whole episode was just insane, right? It was like, scary, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. 
from <laughs> from the moment of the beginning when my man's really started showing signs of cyber psychosis that man was in denial he's talking to David about it yo cause Maine's on some shit and that's a big <laughs> yeah. nigga to have these Cyber's type of like, problems oh, yeah bro like that's just yeah and it's wild because also like there's something that I was foreshadowed a little earlier is that like my man's David really wanted Maine's gloves you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When, he, when he goes, if I ever die, you can have them. He said, he they wouldn't have put that in there line. if there wasn't a reason. Exactly. Yeah, when he said, I'll flatline, you can have these shits. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, obviously, whenever, you know, shit goes down at the very end, I ain't going to skip too much ahead. Yeah. I mean, God, I'm literally going to the end. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, fucking snatches homie's glove, takes it with him, and he's like, ah. To be fair, I think, can we all agree we all thought that that shit would have happened like the end of the season or something? I mean, I thought, yeah, it was gonna I thought I, yeah. regardless. I thought it was going to happen, I, I but like, yeah, right. I, I, thought thought it was gonna I, I don't know, yeah. what, I don't know when it was going to happen. Also, I didn't realize that this shit was 10 episodes. So that's why I was like, ah, kind of. Yeah, I was not expecting it to be when like that whole thing to happen so early, yep. right? Cyber psychosis stuff. Um, the, the crew, it was funny because everybody looked at me. She said, how many episodes is this? I was like 10. She goes. Yeah, I don't think the crew gonna make it to ten, so that makes sense. Bro, we got we got both the crew. Oh, we also in this episode, man. The beginning of the episode, man's punches uh old girl accidentally while she's jacked in. Yeah, we had this whole conversation. Oh, we had those. Yeah, kiwi. Oh, okay. Sorry. Kiwi. Yeah, kiwi. Um, that's what you're saying. He really cooked kiwi like that dude you seriously bro which was interesting you know going back to our conversation about like how much is human and how much is robot like so we see the mask i thought she just wore the mask just to wear the shit bro like she don't got no mouth it's just circuits and shit in there Facts. like which is kind of scary to me i don't know like, <laughs> it always freaks me out uh yeah but. um and then we see more of like in that torture scene right so we know homie is someone important that's why he has all this security in in him right and it really just goes to the comparison of like the greatest computer in the world of the human brain type shit. Mm. Um, and, you know, we get these backstories in this episode. I want Lucy's backstory, bro. I gotta find out Lucy's backstory. Like, we're, we got... We know Davids. We got Mains. I wanna know Lucy's backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause, cause Main did say he, she just been with the crew for like a year now. She was doing some other shit, but he don't get into people's backstories. Yep. And on top of that, she's like, when Dave is training with her, she's like, nah, like, she was like, part of it was busting my ass. Part of it was, I'm just good at this. Yeah. Right. She was like, I'm good at this. And I busted my ass to be even better. Right. The other thing too is, um, when she goes to like dive in and then he's like, why'd you hide your deep dive port? Like when she just peeled a sticker off the back of her head. I guess people normally who have those, it's like a flex or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, she's like, why'd you hide that? You know what I mean? So it's like all these things where she, there's just a lot of secrets with Lucy that I'm like, and clearly she's an important character. So like, I, I want to know the backstory. Like, give me like a little five minute Aki backstory type shit or something. Yeah, with all this tech, like, are they imperfect? Like, when they encounter like rain or like showers, like the hell happens there? They gotta be past that. They gotta be past that. I would, I would they think, got, They got right? waterproof tech now. I was gonna say, cause it's like, Cause she got a whole port in the back of her head, so like if she like goes swimming or she in the shower mm-hmm. or like he, any of these niggas, cause they got mad yeah, techy shit. Like, listen, they're way in the future. They got waterproof technology now. You know what I mean? Oh, so y'all niggas ever hit uh, squats or pushups in the shower before? No, my, David well, my did. son was training. <laughs> I, I can't get my hair wet. Come on, son. <laughs> 
David did. <laughs> he was yeah. out here having a whole workout in the shower. Yeah, right? that shit was wild. Yeah, My son thought that was going to make yeah. him hockey. Nah, David, David was out here wilding. He's just misguided. I wish I was 17 again. What? I'll be out here wilding at 17. What would you be doing you different? You, yeah, exactly. What was different? Nigga, I'm just saying it because this nigga be just out here just doing whatever the fuck he, he like. Also don't got, in, in he also don't got world. parents. So there's that. Miles had parents. It was wild. Yeah. But he have to worry about rent. or Okay. I take like it that. back. Okay. You're happy? I take it back. Yes. <laughs> I take it That's back. That's right. Literally. You just Jeez. wish you were 17 in the future is what yeah, you're that, that, That's different that, than what that, you said. Okay, that is different yeah, than what you that said. That is yeah. what that is different than what yeah. I said. So you want to be 17 in, in the cyber world. Yes. Yeah, 17 in the cyber yeah. world. My man Dave was out here bugging the fuck out. Like, what? Come on, son. Nah, high key, though, because you can get upgrades and shit. Yeah, what the fuck? My man just go to his man and say, yo, I need some fucking. Imagine what the surgery fuck. some shit, Nigga, though. imagine what I would have did with those lungs. What? Nigga, what? I would have been like, uh, you would have been elite at every single sport. You never would get tired. Niggas yeah, really do. Everyone. I was gonna be the it. big bad wolf up in this. Not every <laughs> bro. How much did he pay for those loans? Nah, not everybody can do it. Exactly. Not everybody had access to that. You you was have access to that? Nick. Well, if I was out here trapping like how David was. Yeah, but the only reason he was trapping was because his mom's got killed and brought him military grade technology. Fair enough. How you get a military grade technology? If my mom got killed. Oh damn! So you got to kill your mom to to get to the well, league. Well, his mom also well, needs to be. His, your mom needs to be trapping. Well, that's true, but uh, no, nah, it'd, it'd be cool, man, living in that. It would world. be cool as long as you weren't in the fucking slums like David. Yeah, he got it out the. He did. Bro. He really did get um, it out the mud. It's, it, it's that, so basically, what you're telling me is Cyberpunk Road is literally just 2K. You're just getting badges and upgrading, and the the, the microchips are VC. Damn. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do two. I would do some other RPG, right? Like it's, like um, I played the Stick of Truth. I just finished it. You know what I'm talking about? South yeah, Park game. South Park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great game, fun times. But like you know how it's like one of those where as you level up, you just keep upgrading pieces and mm-hmm. armor and all that shit. With the Cyberpunk world, it's you're physically upgrading. But like the process, man, getting that surgery with no anesthesia and all that shit, basically dying. Also, how do you do that? Like, is that how surgery on the lungs is done through the back? Cause like he was on his stomach. I don't think so. I just think it's the future. It's just future. So yeah. that's just how they be doing. So like, yeah. but wouldn't the spine be in the way? That's Sedana, uh, Sedana, whatever this shit's called. Well, they take it out. So they, they gotta take out this nigga's spine to they then remove. Take it. it off and then. Why would they just do it from the top? Like, like cause he can't bite onto that. Maybe bar. you gotta connect the stuff, right? So you gotta have one out so you can connect it to the other so everything works together. Oh yeah, I also heard the uh, accent finally. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't lying. That was yeah, that was that was bad. funny. Also, one of the, um, in that first episode where he goes to talk to homie, he'd be like, yo, I, I need work or whatever. I thought it was Danny DeVito at first. I heard now, the voice. Yeah, so I was like, is that Danny? And then the more they talked, I was like, okay. So Motherfucking Danny. Uh, but back to episode Danny. six. Yes. My son really went nuts, bro. My son main really caught the full cyber psychosis. They get in that bad situation when um shit goes south. First of all, man's does all this foreshadowing to David when he wakes up. And it's like, yo, you don't have to do this. You're the chosen one, essentially. Turn your life around. They're going to find you. Da, da, da. And, like, I don't know, man. What would you have done if you was in David's situation? Nigga, I would have just... Bro, look, look. This is me talking right now. Look, you already got guaranteed answers in the car. That nigga is on a warpath, and they sent in triple X SWAT. I'm not go. talking about that. Oh, I'm what? talking about when he was talking to the dude they were trying to well, get the information from. Oh, the, the, and the dude's dude dad. was telling him about who he was and like. Oh, what? fuck that nigga. 
And fuck your son too. He should just put him to sleep, right? Bro, he should have put him. I don't know why David kept talking to him like, yo, bro, just put this nigga to sleep. All right, he's saying he's well connected. So obviously he knows who you are because you beat up his son. So yes, he knows your name. But not just that, like it's his tech. And it's Eddie, and he's a high profile guy. He works at a high, high tech company. Like it's nothing that David heard that should have been so shocking that he needed to keep him alive. Now, if he would have said some stuff about his mom, like, oh yeah, your mom was working, blah, 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 blah. Then it's like, all right. But he knows about the tech that's in his body. That's that's fine. Mm. It is what and it he is. he basically goes like, he's like, they know about you already. Like, they know you're different. You can't, like... Can't fraud you, that you shit. can't run from us. He's like, we got eyes everywhere. I like, just we, didn't understand why David was, would do this. And then Maine come in like, yo, why this nigga up? Yeah, bro. <laughs> and then he dies. And then the, he almost kills Lucy in the process. Also... Lucy, Lucy not telling him. Lucy saying there was no information in there. When you see all the information's on David. Yeah, but David knew what was up. Nah, but Did not he? but not like that. Not no, like no. that, bro. No, not like that. But when he peeped that she was acting different. This is wild. And I always have said this. When you, I don't know what it is about sex with women. But as a guy, when you have sex with a girl, like you could just tell certain things about her when she's off. Mm-hmm. And that's real. That's real shit. Mm-hmm. And that's applied here. Yeah. That's applied yeah, I, here. I, I get what you're saying. Even, no, you know what I'm saying? I, I know even, even, uh, but uh, not knowing the extent is key. But I, I would say right. even like, uh, it's about Dorio. You might not notice that. You, listen, but you might not you may not ever know the extent, but the fact that he knew that something was off, he yeah, knows well, it. Well, that's my thing. Yeah. Like, what do you think about Lucy not telling him? Like, what do you think's the reason? But like, why would why would she not? Maybe, no. maybe protecting him. I don't know. Cause you even saw like Dorio when they were gonna do the. I forget what it was. I think it might, it might have been. Oh, it was when they were gonna go get him back, and she was like, "Yo, like you seem really determined to get David back. Like, mm-hmm. what's good?" Well, it's well that I think is one the love side of it, but also the side of it where she doesn't want to lose someone close to yeah. her. Yeah, and David's actually close to her versus the rest of the gang is just gang shit. Maybe she's afraid that if she tells him, "Yo, like they got eyes on you," yada yada yada, this that and the third. Maybe it changes how he goes about things. Maybe mm-hmm. he's a little bit more cautious. Maybe he's a little bit more reckless, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right now, I think she likes David for who he is at this point in time, how he acts, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it is interesting. Uh, but but yeah, nah. But fast forwarding though, yeah, I wouldn't have saved that nigga in in the in, in the apartment. Nah, he he he, he, he could have died. Yeah, and my son, my son David, a real one, bro. Uh, bro, when Dorio got killed. Yeah, well, my son, man was, yeah, my man's main was I wasn't like expecting it to go down like that. Bro, put her on the damn like she tower of bombs. Like her dying, saving him, like injecting him with the shit, mm-hmm. and then getting shot through the back of her head doing that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And clearly, he was really about that action because the motherfuckers wanted no smoke. Bro, he was on it. That is a dangerous the man. Trauma team wanted no smoke. The cops wanted no smoke. Trauma team put up. Oh shit, he liked that they, for real. They we literally out? went. They went. <laughs> they went. We got the notification. The dude died, so we're good. We ain't saving him. Ain't no saving him yeah, now, bro. That's a fact. He but, said he's a platinum member. That nigga is dead. He said, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead. Y'all on your own, bro. bro. Can you imagine if healthcare was that good? Like you instantly have a heart attack or you die. Ambulance is already there. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Do you think that you know for all that we pay? It's. Yeah, well, it's a scam. Um, but one, um, oh, we skipped over a part when uh, J.K. got killed. 
And Rollin? he laughed at homie while he was dying. Oh, yeah. One, not only did he laugh at him while he died, he also seemed like he got, like, he wanted to get killed there. Bro, I was saying that because you, you, I mean? you saw the look on his face. And they said they were like, he got killed, didn't make a noise, didn't draw any attention to himself because they probably could have saved him if, mm. if he did. So he wanted to get killed, I feel like. Like, he, he wanted, it seemed like he don't want to get entangled in the shit either. Or maybe, what if he? What if you think he got some type, because he is that expert hacker, whatever, mm. whatever, what if he got some backup generator type shit going in his body? He had the trauma insurance. All right, maybe it triggered it, but maybe he got something else going. Maybe, but to know. me, like, it seemed like he wanted no smoke. And even if he does, the reason is he wanted no smoke in them higher-ups business. Mm-hmm. He wanted, he did not want to get caught up in double-crossing the Arakawa, the Arakawa people, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, but that whole main death scene, man, where he was, you know, seeing his vision and seeing what he thought he was doing for Dorio and everything like that. And he was like, I'm doing the only thing I could do. And like, David was really ready to ride or die, bro. He was out here. Bugging, like, I, that just showed like how much he cared about them and everything like that. But like, at the end of the day, like, it was a losing battle. And shout out to Maine for like, yeah. talking some sense into him. He's like, bro, you fast, go do that. Yeah, that shit was tough. David, one of those niggas like, Yo, he he's in it to win it. Get out the hood, bro. Only way you know what it's you. Only way you know what it's like to be um. Fuck. What did I say the one time? What, what about Takamichi? No, wasn't no, wasn't Takamichi. It was about one of these niggas. Denji, I think I said about David. Huh? I think Denji. Denji. You're talking about like when people are really hungry, like because they know what starving is. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I said. I said the only niggas that really know what it's like to be hungry is the people that are starved. It's real yeah, shit. That shit. Crazy. Man. It's real shit. Yeah, that was quite an ending. Yeah, and if we still got four more episodes. Yep. And what we finishing it. That's it. Next week's the last week. Yeah. I'm with it. You guys got anything else? I wouldn't have saved him. That's just me. Notice how there's been a lot of plot. There's been there's a lot of but, plot. But in because this. there's titties, JT's been not been saying anything. No, he's been saying a lot. No, I, I, I thought he was saying a lot. I feel no, like I'm both, saying yeah. he hasn't said anything about it being too much plot. It's it's the right amount. I'm interested because I really like David as a protagonist, and I like I like the fast-paced, bright lights, strobe lights, cop lights, street lights, all of the lights, all of the lights. Um, but you yeah, know, it's it's good. I'm very interested to see where it goes now because now you got the leader is gone. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe second in command is gone. All the older people are gone, bro. All the it's literally just uh, it's the young bulls. It's just David, Lucy, and Rebecca. Rebecca. And we don't even know where Rebecca is right now. Facts. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen her since. She a loose. She a loose kid. I mean, I know she's gonna pop up later on, but like, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to watch the next episode so bad when it should end it. Cause I just want to know what happened next. Yeah. Yep. Cause the building, uh, yeah, building explodes. He's in the car with the arms. He just there. Going to drive. He's about to go on the drive. Damn. Crazy. Man. Gonna have some. Uh, deep talk conversations but like where yeah so now like what's the mission now you just going after the the one dude died right i feel like where do you go got, they never I got their like data the they never only... gave the data to um john carlo mm-hmm. i feel like the what, what's probably gonna happen next is like because the crew is like decimated right now the crew is gonna have to restart at some point or with somebody else mm-hmm. so that's uh yeah and it's also is like these are like like from episode what was the last episode that I saw before? You said the, five. Five. So yeah, so watching episode six, this was completely new. Like I was like, oh what the fuck? Like this is this is crazy. So 
yeah i <laughs> i don't know i don't know what direction it's gonna go i'm, I'm, I'm kind of like I, i'm excited to see where it goes but i don't really know where it's gonna go yeah this is wrong um i the one thing i am confident in is um uh my son gustavo fring's character coming back and that's the one thing where it's like when you watch a lot of stuff or you know enough usually cast like that higher build people you know they're gonna be around right so he's gonna have to come back there's no way they paid Giancarlo Esposito to be in there for a minor role in one episode yeah I agree so we know he's gonna have to come back but like he never got his data from that scenario shit went south but I don't know man all right that that's it for anime book club this week uh if you're gonna follow along with us finish up cyberpunk edge runners uh episode seven through ten for next week and that's it man thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching uh, we will catch y'all next week i got ice in my veins walk like a champion 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 i'm so cold-blooded i fear nobody ain't no letting down i won't let you down Cause i got ice in my veins I talk like a champion, like a champion.